Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Welcome to High on Homegrown, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the new layout. I'm telling you, something else. Yeah. Look at it. First time Look I've it. even seen this. So, uh, yeah, welcome to 2021, everybody. <laughs> and just Happy gonna, New uh, Year, everyone. So, yes. Happy New Year. Welcome to High and Homegrown, the Cannabis Grows podcast. If you take a look at the, that little quote that I made up at the bottom there, we grow our own and smoke our own, but today we get high together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, there you go. It's nice, right? Yes, if you haven't joined us before, welcome to the show. We are High and Homegrown, a Cannabis Growers podcast and a Stoners podcast. As I said, we smoke our own weed, we, we grow our own, and we teach people to do the same thing. So, and I am Mackie from Percy'sGrowing.com, and we're also joined by the panel, who is Monkey. Want to say hi? Hey, guys. Monkey down here in the southern U.S. I'm a cocoa grower. How's it yes. going? Hoping everybody's got some and getting high. Indeed. GB, want to say hi, mate? Hey, how's it going, everybody? It is Greenbeard here, also known as GB, from the lovely cold Emerald Oil in Ireland. Um, Happy New yes. Year's, everybody. Hope you all had a good one. Yeah, man. Good CGB. What are you saying, Zian? You good? Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. Happy New Year and all that. <laughs> <laughs> no swearing allowed. So no swearing in chat either. Very professional. New shit. Shit's no okay. swearing now. No shit's okay. Where is your decorum? Oh, my goodness. It's been checked. <laughs> but welcome, TG. everybody. Hope you yes. have a nice enjoyable evening just trying to move zn on now thank you thank you for that zn thank you yes, no problem uh, tg would you like to say something now sir in the most polite fashion possible say it in my best canadian eh how's it going eh, sunday, guys? sunday sunday temple grower here from up in the great white north eh i'm a super soil grower eh yeah <laughs> i don't know how's it going guys you all know me maybe you don't but yeah i'm temple grower I'm on instagram twitter Percy's girl room, the whole lot of them, except Facebook. I don't like Facebook. So. Yeah, I'm up in Canada, so lots of snow. Wow, sweet. Yeah, we had loads of snow here in, in the UK yesterday. It's all gone now, though. Loads. <laughs> what is a load in the UK? Usually about an inch. About, yeah, about an inch. <laughs> yeah. Enough to get your shoes wet, mate. <laughs> Temple calls that a dusting. Yeah. Right, so uh, that's about the introduction done. If you haven't checked out the show before, then you can find previous episodes up on iTunes and Spotify and all those kind of networks. Just use your favorite podcast provider and you'll find us. Just search High and Homegrown. So here's news this week. Yes, yes. So as you can see, the color changes depending on the section as well. Now we're in the red section for news. So uh, we got news from around the world, as usual, every week. What are you saying? Uh, you want to go first, Monkey? You want to take some news? Sure. Um, this is kind of something I got off of uh, medical rights, uh, marijuana rights. Uh, it seems like a judge in New Mexico, because of the, the current uh, medical marijuana laws in Mexico, has ruled that even inmates, people in, under incarceration, have the right to medical marijuana. So... Of course, this is just a judge's ruling, and now everything's going to be appealed and rechecked and things like that. But the ruling stemmed out of, out of a, a house arrest a, of a, an inmate 
And when they checked his home, they found marijuana in there. And so he was basically saying he was a medical patient. He had all the paperwork, but they wanted to send him back to jail. So now the judge says, well, if he's a medical patient, it's his medicine. He needs to have it. So that is a step in the right direction, Decent. I believe. Indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, it actually has a carryover that we actually have people behind bars who might actually could use this medicine. So I'm sure that yeah. this is, is the tip of an iceberg that's going to actually make some shockwaves through the legal system. And I'm hoping that the ruling will come down correctly so that people who actually really need this medicine can have it, even if they're behind bars. So it's kind of cool that we which actually state, have an Which state was that in? New Mexico. All right. What laws do they have in, in New Mexico? Well, right now, I mean, uh, the problem is, you know, when, when you uh, are a convict, you're not supposed to be in possession of, quote unquote, illegal drugs. And this is what they were trying to get this person who was on house arrest for. He was in, in possession in his household of, quote unquote, illegal drugs. So if essentially what this ruling did, it basically told the people this is not longer an illegal drug. It's his medicine. Mm. So mean, they don't have medical law or anything in, um, in New Mexico? Oh, it's they just do. Still straight up illegal, right, right? No, no, they have a medical law in New Mexico. That's the thing. He is a medical patient. He's a registered medical patient in in the state. And just because he was arrested and on house arrest, the uh, the the correctional system wanted to take the, the legal medical marijuana away from him. And the judge oh. basically said, "No, he's got to be able to have access to his meds." So I mean, that's uh, a fair yeah, ruling, man. in my opinion, at least. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They didn't, I mean, the article didn't go on to say why he needed it or what was his, what were the conditions, but he obtained the, the prescription legally and the state says he could have it. So the judge basically says, let him have it. I like that. Indeed. I like that. A judge yeah. with a sense of sense. It's really, really great. Finally, it's finally. Good story, but I mean, it does kind of ring a little Canadian bell for me of like uh, trailer park boys because they always get the dope in jail when they're in, in jail and stuff. And Ricky mm -hmm. and Julian. It's their own dope usually because they're the ones that apparently sell it to all the guards. But uh, yeah, it's just like smoking dope in jail is the best dope, and it's kind of funny. But uh, yeah. a great step sure. forward, nonetheless. <laughs> I'm not sure it would ever be recreational legal in a correctional facility. No, no, no. But, you know, That's if totally it's your medicine, thing, but... it's your medicine. Absolutely. I mean, I take it for medical reasons. It is medicine. Yeah, I do too, man. Exactly, man. Exactly. My, uh, my car, my uh, authorization, so. Absolutely, but, man. What are you saying, teacher? You got some news? Yeah, I got a little bit of news, too. It's not the Canadian news. But it's it's really good news from America, actually, uh, from Illinois. So, or Illinois, I guess the S is silent. <laughs> so the governor of Illinois on Thursday announced more than 500,000 expungements and pardons for people with low-level marijuana offenses on their records, um, which is amazing, you know, because that's 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 what everybody has said and, and well it, that's what has to be done if if legalization is actually to be achieved especially because a lot of these low-level uh you know marijuana offenses uh disproportionately affect people of color and, and these types of things so yeah so the what are they saying said, in small amounts um i don't know if they don't really go into that in the article what it what a, what the small amount actually means but yeah statewide illinoisans hold hundreds of thousands of low-level cannabis related records a burden disproportionately shouldered by communities of color um, and we will never be able to fully remedy the depth of that damage but we can govern with the courage to admit the mistakes of our past and the decency to set a better path forward so yeah that, that's that's amazing i hope that uh, you know this is the first of many in canada this was supposed to happen as well um 
when legalization happened back in 2018, and we've yet to really see anything even close to this level. Um, so. These fucking these legal systems take a long time to get shit done, don't they? Yeah, for sure. But uh, but still, uh, good news again. You know, props to yeah, Illinois and, and 2021's looking good so far. Sure. Might be a good year. <laughs> yes. For so far, and then we move on to Zian and see what he's got, and he, come, he brings it all crashing down again. What you he got, Zian? He certainly does bring it all crashing <laughs> down again, yes. Um, as, as, not going to really, are you? Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I found the news before all this shit. So, it, blame the news. The news found me. Considering that we've just gone through Brexit, whatever that means to everybody, the <laughs> cannabis situation has uh, took a nosedive in the, the medicinal side it seems that no longer can the people that were given prescriptions for medicinal cannabis in the uk obviously the uk being totally illegal um they have to get their prescriptions filled from other countries and the nearest legal country that the prescriptions could be filled is holland now thanks to brexit as of the first of uh, january this mm-hmm. year they're no longer allowed to get their prescriptions filled in a European country. Oh gosh! Um, they're being <laughs> they're being advised to seek other options, whatever that means. That that's a government that's government advice or so medical. They're advice. being told to go to the black market. Well, yeah, fucking pretty much. Other options. This is this is this is one of those uh, cover-up words, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about what that word could legally mean. What other legal option is there? Are there? That's there is yeah. You know what I mean? And then when you're in court for growing loads of plants and they're like, why did you do it? You say, well, the police told me to. No, yeah. they didn't. They, they just told me to pick other options. Other this is one of them. Yeah, other Look. options. This wow. is another option. And it was the cheapest one because I was previously paying two grand for my month's supply of cannabis. Yeah, you know, the ridiculous prices. So, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. We suffer again. Well, we suffer. I'm not. I can't talk about myself because, but you know, the the medicinal people that need their medicine mm-hmm. suffer. That's it. Like yeah. actually need it for legitimate medicine. What about what Canada? We... Canada's not Europe. Can we? Can you still import it? From, or could you import it from here? Like... Well, to be fair, most of the stuff that like goes to the medicinal side, I think, comes from Can- Canada anyway. So yeah, I mean. <laughs> God damn. If, if that's another one of the options maybe not that i condone not exactly grow your own but yeah probably, obviously that's not an option for everybody but i mean the, these people i mean it's it, a lot of them according to the report there's 40 severely epileptic kids in the uk that have been prescribed it mm-hmm. that obtain it from the eu so I mean, these forty kids—they're not smoking weed, are they? They're not chopping yeah. plants no, down no, and making yeah. joints it's out spoiled, of them. Man. Same as yeah. But I keep hearing from everybody over there that you know the UK produces all this cannabis that they export. So, but they don't though. We sold it to you lot about two oh. years ago. Aurora Cannabis bought—I don't know—Aurora US or, or Canada. Canada. Well, Aurora would be probably be Colorado, huh? No, well, Canada. Uh, uh, Aurora, Aurora Cannabis bought our 40 acre cannabis plantation in Norfolk oh. about two years ago. Okay. And it was all hush hushed because the, the government <laughs> had all these, these little uh, leaks to say that, oh, such and such is involved and such and such is involved and such and such is involved. So obviously they needed to get rid of quick time. Right. So they That's sold it on the, on, the, on the quiet. Interesting. Mm, very As much they so. As they do. Anytime money's involved, things yeah, get complicated. Isn't it just? It's so stupid because 
most of those companies like Aurora and Canopy and the big ones here, they're selling off their assets like crazy. Are they <laughs> selling them off though? Yeah, I man. They, like we, I don't know. That's the story everywhere. People get laid off here, left, right, and center. So yeah, I don't know but... why they're buying greenhouses in other countries and like that maybe monopoly you know when people start selling stuff off it it kind of raises little flags for me you find the same stuff on sale from somebody else further down the road Mm -hmm. so they've just swapped they've just rotated it around in a big circle and a different company's got it now yeah yeah (laughs) and so your patients are the one who loses right here in the whole thing always always going to be the patients that lose isn't it It sucks always i'm sorry it's just awful so it always been well, I mean it's business. How can you you can't really have compassionate business that's for profit and also be for the patients because no. I think that's a, a total juxtaposition. It's an oxymoron, right? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't work. You either, either give everything to the patients non-profit. Yeah, or you're fucking everybody over for the yeah. profit. And but normally the case is fucking everybody over for the profits. So. Yeah, really. It seems I mean, there's a balance to be struck, but not in well, let's just hope it's just uh teething pains from Brexit and they're gonna sort it out over the next yeah. month. Well, let's two. just let, let's just hope they get their ass in gear and realize that they can make so much money if they did the right thing and legalized the whole lot. The mental health might have a few more patients, but a lot of the, the, the NHS would have a damn sight less yeah. patients. Yeah, maybe they'd have less though, man. Well, they're already yeah. whinging that the NHS like is going downhill again. So. Yeah, they spend a lot of money right now trying to stop people dying from COVID, don't it? Well, but I think I think sometime in 2021 we are going to make that change. I think recreational should be here by the end of the year. We'll see. But I think it's I've about got a funny time. feeling. Yes, they're at least start, start talking about it this yeah. year. I don't know if recreation will be there at the end of the year, but I can see more liberal medicinal. Um, yeah little liberal access to, to medicinal yeah. for for more open and widespread conditions the uk legalized for medicinal use in 2018 november 2018 it's yeah. been two years man yeah. we've seen no movement at all we're four years i think over well, here mackie they oh, can't wow. use the un anymore as an excuse man no. mm-hmm. true. all their excuses are running out yeah exactly well, i look at it it's, it's something to do with cns um it's actually it's about a, a young girl from Telford, um, and it's she has a rare, rare form of epilepsy, and she's after getting the they met the family managed to secure a private um, prescription of cannabis for her, and through some funds available by the NHS, and the family managing to raise a further fifteen thousand to get her this prescription to allow her medicine that she's able to speak normal. She's able to go to school. She's able to continue mm-hmm. on with life. She is mm-hmm. having a normal childhood, yeah. but it's costing 1,400 per month. Yeah. It should not cost How, nothing no. like that. It shouldn't but cost anything. It shouldn't, but when you look at, I don't know this child. I don't know any other kids in this position right. um, personally, but you look at what the medication and the care that will be involved in these poor kids. That surely, surely <laughs> it is more than one thousand four hundred pounds a month. Some of these medications could be costing a thousand pound a week. Mm-hmm. Four hundred and five hundred and six hundred thousand a year. Uh, and but that's really the not NHS and the HSE will pay it. 
you know, wow. but yet they won't do it for 1,400 and that allows a child to have a pure and full life, yeah. Yeah. you know, because all it is is epilepsy. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, you're kind of grand. Well, this one, it's a miracle is what the mother says. That wasn't even my news story, sorry. It was just... Oh, no, it's all good, GB. I thought then for a second, it's like, is this... Has he tangented smoothly into this new story oh, here? Oh, a hidden tangent. Tangented. Uh, <laughs> a hidden no, tangent. No, this, this was it, it was it was to do with kind it's, of it's relevant. and it's it's yeah, yeah. it's relevant to it because now these people this cup um, thing they're gonna have to try find a different way of accessing their their medicine now because again the medicine is coming man. from somewhere else. I say it to grow your own to everybody. Yeah, it's but the only what can you do? Um, yeah, my my yes, news story, news. my peoples. Um, <laughs> you mean that's not it? <laughs> no, it is. That was as we account. we as cannabis users notice, <gasps> I don't use cannabis. I'm not. Thankfully, <laughs> we have had a poll that was done by the Harris Harris Group, and um, they they do international polls and things for businesses and stuff. Uh, they done it for Curely, and they done a total of one thousand eight hundred ninety-five adults complete this survey. Um, Seven hundred seventy-two of them only took up cannabis at the start of COVID. Fifty-four <laughs> percent um, said they they start of fifty-four uh, percent of the seven hundred seventy-two said that they started taking cannabis to reduce the stress and anxiety. 50% said that they were taking it to help them relax. 48% said that they helped it to sleep. How can that be? That's too much in percentage. Maybe it's their same. Because maybe that crossover as well. Yeah, you know, it's like one person yeah. says it helps me sleep, one person says, and the same and, person says anxiety as well. Yeah, yeah. A third, 33% of the overall total of 1,895 said that they prefer cannabis over alcohol and have reduced their alcohol intake into less than 10% or zero to what Thank they You should mention that, GB. Yes. I just typed that in the, the chat as it goes. I stopped drinking completely. I don't drink at all, at all. In the last year, I have had, I had one glass of wine over Christmas dinner, and that was just because Mammy was here and I had to have one with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I had tradition and shit. Yeah, I had one one can of beer during the summer. I smoke weed. But it's so. just because people don't know any better. They've only been shown alcohol. You know, it's like relax with a bottle of wine after work. And the people haven't been shown you can relax much better mm. if you smoke a spliff. Now, very interestingly about this, parents are turning to pot during the pandemic over alcohol. Hmm. It says parents with children under the age of 18, um, 52% said that they've used more cannabis since lockdown and since the pandemic has started. <laughs> Understandably, oh, because I'm sure, what's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? Constantly. <laughs> time you've heard the wheels on the bus go round and round. You know, yeah, I am something. sure. That's a great song, man. What's wrong with you? I am sure people... <laughs> and it's not only like you think about it you sit down you have a spliff you can still function you sit mm -hmm. down at fucking 10 o'clock in the morning and have two glasses of wine to help the afternoon go i don't think you're going to be doing a whole yeah. lot in the afternoon it's a different story isn't it well oh. you'll be having another two glasses of wine won't you mm. 
So you need the afternoon to go nice and smoothly. <laughs> exactly. So it is. I think it just it, it shows weed is better for you than everything else. Of course. Everything. everything. Apples, everything. Yeah. oranges, mangoes. No, great not fruit. everything. No. Okay, come on. <laughs> you hit a few favorites in there, so now. When it comes to the likes of hard liquor, you know, or when it comes yeah, to yeah. you know, when well, it comes to even everything when it comes in to moderation, man. You know, everything in moderation. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I personally agree. don't drink at all as well. I might have a whiskey now and again, and maybe a beer you know, on a hot summer's day, but it's a rare occasion. I don't enjoy being drunk. I won't be drunk. I might have a drink, but if I feel all them feelings start kicking in, where I'm getting like dizzy, the tipsy it's like fear. better stop now. I don't even like that, mate. No, I like the tipsy fear where you're, ooh yeah. You know, some people room. do. Some people enjoy that shit. You know, if I want to get dizzy, I'll spin around in a circle for 30 seconds. There we go. I'm happy. Just give Nike edibles. That'll do the job. Oh, God. You see, that's another thing. No, no. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That'll definitely get you dizzy feeling. So that's the news from around the world this week. Have we got any news from the forum? Obviously, as you can tell, we've changed up some things on the uh, on the podcast here. And then uh, also you might see another section hidden there. We've got rid of Q&A. Q&A is going to be merged with the Grow Guides. So if we have any questions during the Grow Guide section, we'll be able to answer them as well as covering the Grow Guide as well. And we've made uh, that section there called Tangent 420, Tangent for 20 Minutes, where we're going to go off on a random subject like a conspiracy theory, uh, some philosophy, science, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. Just a random stoner subject. And then we'll discuss <laughs> it for 20 minutes. I think we can come up with more than one tangent in 20 minutes. What do you guys think? Yeah, no doubt. Today's <laughs> tangent is going to be about the simulation theory because we've discussed that many times. So this episode, we're going to discuss the simulation theory for 20 minutes. And we all expect you to get involved in the conversation as well and let us know what your theory is. Who, do we live in a simulation Shit. or not? Everybody, everybody. <laughs> but we're not there yet. And don't forget to hit that like button as well. And if you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe as well. And with the notifications, because we do random streams at random times sometimes. You don't want to miss them. Even we we don't know about them. Exactly. I'm just like, ooh, I feel like doing a live stream. Click, click, click. Where is everybody? Why is everybody not here? (laughs) Why are you not here in 30 seconds? Why am I alone? Uh... (laughs) GB has got you back for 20 minutes. No problem. It's like, we've got nothing to talk about. GB, go. <laughs> but I think it'll be a good uh, section, man. I think we're going to have fun in that. No, I, gotta, I have to get plan of the, the month up. And I will get that done. I noticed this morning that I have to get that thread up. So this evening, or maybe tomorrow morning, they'll be up for votes. But we've got a we got four entries, and so we'll get that vote going. We got, um, there's talk about a poker tournament going on as well. There is. So uh, and though we think it would be fun, we do have to remind everybody that security is the top priority. If you're going to be going and getting involved in third-party apps, then we can't really help you with that. You have to make sure you do it yourself. Make sure you change your name. Don't you? You just create a different account altogether. Don't use your personal account. You just It's always just best to stay safe. And if we do do this, it will be in the known users section as well. So just random people who visit the site can't see it. You know, security yeah. is always an issue. And it's the admin's job to keep an eye on you guys yeah. to make sure that you don't get yourself in any trouble because you might not be aware of the issues you know even though Watching you back. most of you are in legal countries now you bastard. yeah <laughs> we're not jealous at all not jealous not at all. all no no you can probably but... tell this by my description <laughs> really legal countries right so that's the news then so we're going to move on to famous stoner here we go every week 
we discuss a famous stoner or a celebrity. Sometimes you know they're a stoner, sometimes you don't. So we've outed a few people a few times. Their mother didn't know, <laughs> and their mother was listening to the show. <laughs> so, Arnie, you smoking my, weed? My son does not smoke the devil's lettuce. That didn't that didn't really happen, by the way. No. Just just making sure you all know that. Right then. So famous stoner this week. GB, it's down to you, mate. Now, tonight we are going to chat about a true OG. He is a pimp-ass motherfucker who likes to fly and bounce the planes to his good friend, Dr. Dre. He is uh. so dedicated to the green. He has a personal roller. And the dude has even cooked up a storm with America's hostess with the mostess. <laughs> but who has a criminal record to boot? I give you Snoop. Snoop Dogg. All right. Snoop. 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 That's right. He has cooked with um, Martha, hadn't he? He has. He has cooked up a storm in the kitchen with Martha. I would have never put those two together, man. Never. Yeah. Snoop is a legend, man. It's like (laughs) he's in in so many movies of different genres, and, you know, he's in so many tunes. He's in commercials. Yeah, he's (laughs) in in the Just Eat branding. You know, we want to get him on the show, obviously. Yeah, he's on contact. He needs to come because he needs to explain something to me. What does he need to explain? Well, I'll find out when he gets here. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to get Mike Tyson on as well and and ask on behalf of Tommy Chong. Oh, you ask the question, please. No, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to Ludicrous. <laughs> anyway, back off in this tangent. I think we were back on GB on a famous owner. Um, so, yeah, Calvin um, Cordoza Radidus Jr. What? Yeah. Is that his real Calvin, name? Yeah, Calvin. Yeah, sure. Wow. Wow. Those I wonder are... if <laughs> no, no wonder it goes by Snoop. <laughs> Junior was born in Long Beach, California. Um, he was named, believe it or not, after his stepfather because his actual dad done a fucking runner just after he was born. Um, right. And his stepfather stepped in, obviously, and took after him. So he took his name and was a uh, father largely remains absent from his life to this day. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's tried to get in contact though. I'd say he has, and he's been told to wait to stay. Yeah, but um, as a boy, his parents were the ones who gave him the nickname of Snoopy because of his love of the character Snoop from the Peanuts. No way, man. Yeah, so that's where (laughs) he got his name Snoopy. I never knew that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah, he started playing piano and singing in the Baptist church when he was in sixth grade or when he was when he was young. And then he started rapping when he was in the sixth grade. That's what it was. What's the use of the truth if you can't tell a lie sometimes? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what the heck is that? That's oh man, that's one of his best tunes. It starts off. Hey Bill, Bill, answer me this. Did you fuck that bitch or what? <laughs> and then there's a little speech from Bill Clinton going on. Man, it, the Last Meal is like one of Snoop Dogg's best albums. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. True Lies is an epic tune, man. Epic. Sorry, GB. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, when he was a youngster, yeah, he used to um, 
he sold candy, he delivered newspapers, he bagged groceries, he done a, he done an awful lot to help um, the family make ends. We also know that he was slinging some dope to some of their people. Like Cameron Diaz. That Cameron Diaz. That's right. True, that is true. Previously talked about. And so and he has been in trouble left, right, and center. So he is well accustomed <laughs> with the long arm of it. You know, oh, yeah. um, like when he, he served time with his cousin Nate Dog and Little Half Dead. Little um, Half Dead, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was his nickname because they found him like half dead in yeah. the street after he'd been shot or stabbed or something. And just, that was his name. Or oh, he got stabbed in prison, was it? I can't remember the exact story, but they found him half dead. And oh, you know, obviously he name. lived and they, like, they just started calling him Little Half Dead after that. So, <laughs> <Savage>. <laughs> no. And then it was from um, one of Snoop's early pre-soils was given on a mixtape famously to Dr. Dre. And that's how Snoop got acquainted with that's Dr. Dre. Everybody came out, man. Mm. Dr. Dre. I will hold my hand up and say, I am not the biggest rap enthusiast i just don't like it i don't like rapping r&b uh, in general i love old school rap man i like uh, r&b i'm not a, a yeah, rap man. man rest in peace mf doom but yeah like i like to, i like snoop dog i like his old stuff i like his new stuff i don't like the kind of middle stuff there's right. some of it is a bit fucking whack and then there's like i like some of them but like yeah either way so yeah he he has been in, in trouble with the fucking things. He was suspected a member of the Crips, Rolling Crips in Eastside and Long Beach, but he has oh. frequently said that he wasn't a member of it. But I think mm. it was been proven that he was. But I don't think you are. Once you're in, you're in it, aren't you? Yeah, that's what they say. I mean, mm. I've so, seen interviews where people say they've gotten out, but you know, I don't know how that works, really. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's... um. He, he's just everyone knows like Snoop is just fucking epic. Mm-hmm. No, he's one of the most famous stoners in the world, man. Uh, of, of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Openly, openly, openly famous stoners. Everybody knows Snoop smokes weed for a long time. I mean, yeah. he, he never tried uh, to hide it. No, no, he smokes everywhere. You know? <laughs> and well, it was Tupac who, who first introduced Snoop Dogg to weed. I did not. Yeah, Tupac passed in the blunt for the first time. Had influence, man. Yeah. Tupac was a <laughs> legend as well, man. So many legends back in that day, you know, taken too early. At least we still got Snoop and, and Dre. Yeah. A lot of them been taken. Easy E, man. Easy E, gone. So how do you apply to be the blunt roller to Snoop Dogg? I mean, you got to have a resume or something going here, huh? I think you just got to be right place, right time, isn't it? With a pack of blunt rolls, huh? I'd, I'd get that job, man. I'm a good choice. No, you wouldn't. You'd waste too much. They, and you're too slow, right? You're talking about Snoop Dogg here. <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg don't slow. see waste. <laughs> You'd be too slow for Snoop, bud. He'd <sighs> have smoked uh, it by the time you rolled it. Yeah, but it'll be a constant right. supply of quality, finely rolled <laughs> cannabis cigarettes. All right, mm. there you go, Snoop. Have a new applicant for, for the job. No, no, yeah. I, I don't have time for it, mate. So, but I'm pleased with you. <laughs> Right, That's sorry, cool. I'll roll one and we'll share it. That's cool. I don't give a fuck about COVID, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Awful retracted. Yeah, yes. I was saying um, Snoop married, a lot of people don't know this, that Snoop married his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. 
you know, um, nice. and they got married back in 1997, and then they divorced in 2004. Oh, wow. But then they got married again in 2000. And... <laughs> oh, they got married again in 2008. Cool. You know. Just keep it fresh. Do it every now and then, you know. Yeah, you know, you you fucking sick of you, bitch. Yeah, he's missing from tax dodging. What it is? Yeah, we're on, we're on, we're on, we're on. And then you go, oh, the grass ain't no always greener on the other side. So there we go. That's this week's famous stoner. Make sure you hit that like button, everybody. If you enjoyed right. the show so far, smash that like button. So we'll go on to grow guides. Then is everybody ready for that? Yeah, we good. Yeah, let's do it. Right, welcome to Grow Guides, everybody. In this section, we're going to be discussing cutting and cloning your cannabis plants. Sometimes you might get one of them strains and it's got a perfect phenome, maybe it's got the right color, or it grows fat, juicy, resinous buds, and you want to try and keep that plant alive for as long as possible. Right. So you take some cuttings and you make yourself a mother, and then you take some cuttings of that and you'll be able to grow the same phenotype, which will be exactly the same plant every time. Yeah, most of the time, it just depends on environment, that can change things. But most of the time, you'll get exactly the same genetics. So who has taken clones before on the panel? Do you, anybody? I do it all the time, man. Mm-hmm. What's your technique in doing this? Oh, it's not in doing anything special, really. You can, you know, when I first was getting into cloning, I was pretty, you know, uh, trepidatious about it. It seemed very complicated. But yeah, basically what I do is when I when I prune the plants, you're pruning off some of the lower branches, obviously. Um, and yeah, all I do is as I jam those cuttings into peat pots and for about 14 days and then they sprout roots. I, I might soak it with a little bit of aloe in the water, but yeah, I, nothing really spectacular. You know, you can, uh, there's lots of different ways to do it, but um, ultimately, yeah, you just got to keep, keep them moist because they don't have any roots. Roots are how they absorb the water. So be having no roots, they don't have anything to really absorb the water except for the, the end of the stem that has a hole in it and the, uh, through the foliar, uh, yeah. through the leaves or whatever, right? So as long as you keep it humid and nice and moist, they, you know, depending on the cultivar, I guess, but I've, I've really not had a lot of trouble doing the most basic method of, of rooting clones. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely a great thing to do, like, like Mackie said, to preserve genetics in order to, you get a quicker turnaround. Um, usually clones are, well, they're mature, pretty much right when you when you you get them into the pots um, you obviously want to grow them a little bigger but yeah you can flower them pretty quickly they flower mm-hmm. i don't know if it's true but i've noticed a little bit earlier finishing times with clones compared to the the original mother plant from seed yeah um peat oh. pots keep it moist humidity dome 14 days roots. we've got a couple of uh, questions there so one from laughing dragon he is asking he or she is asking on average how many cuttings do you take you know, I mean, I've taken cuttings just a few times. I prefer to grow from seed. But when I do take cuttings, then I like to take like four for every one I expect yeah. to keep. Just in oh, case yeah. roots don't appear on the branches. Then you've got spares. And it's better to have too many than not enough. Right. Unless you get caught. <laughs> well, yeah. that's true. That's true. So how many cuttings do you take then, TG? What are you saying? Yeah, I'm, I do about the same. You know, I, I'm always... Kind of, you know, I have a hard time throwing away clones that do root, and my clones usually I have pretty good success. You know, I, I do like exactly like you said, like I said, for four for every one I want, I take about four. 
but all four of those usually end up rooting um, because it's it's really not that hard of a thing to do. Um, but uh, yeah, um, and then depending on what I want to be doing for my next throw, I guess too, uh, that's obviously dictates how many cuttings I take. But usually, like I said, I don't, unless I have a purpose, I usually just take my cuttings from when I, when I prune my plants. I don't necessarily go down specifically to take cuttings. Right. Um, it just happens when I prune is about the time when I would take cutting to either get the next run going or, or uh, well, potentially like preserve them. You can do that too. I have, I have some in the fridge right now that have been in there for a month now, four weeks, and they're still, they're still good. Um, cool. I'll talk about that in a bit after the basics, I guess, maybe of cloning. <laughs> we get through that. But yeah, I don't know. Cloning's great. Like uh, lots of good reasons. To it's a lot easier sure. than people think it is. You know, pretty much it you is, just yeah. chop in a, 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 I wouldn't say a branch. You don't want to take a whole branch off, but the tip of a branch, say about six inches long. Right. It's plenty. Yeah. Cut eight. Say. If you cut eight, and then you've got that couple of inches to work with. The, the surface area inside the, the actual stem is where the roots are going to grow from. So you want to try and have a, as much surface area as possible. So if you cut that branch in a, like a diagonal line, about yes, 45 degrees. don't cut it flat because that gives it less area for the roots to grow from you got less chance of it working then but if you cut yeah. it at like 45 degrees or even steeper the longer the better because then there's more space for the roots to start developing from if they're going to you can just pair pair the end if you take like the last inch of mm -hmm. the, the cutting if you pair just a bit of it off like if you're pairing a pencil type thing yeah it'll open up the holes yeah, and expose it yeah um we had a question there about cloning autos as well do you want to take that monkey do you want to answer this one? Oh, the problem with cloning autos you know you're going to have a limited amount of time you know the, the clock starts with an auto from the day the seed was popped so if you take a clone off of an auto at three weeks it's still only got five weeks before it's going to go if it's an eight-week strain so yeah, you can clone an auto. It's going to be more difficult because an auto is a little bit more in tune with growing than it is to try and grow roots and stay alive. It just wants to finish. But if, you, if you're successful in cloning an auto, it's going to flower immediately and it's going to finish super fast. Mm -hmm. And there's really no way to keep that auto genetics going forever. I've heard of people playing with it a little bit to where they'll keep cloning it, but eventually you get to a point to where it won't even root. It'll just go. So yeah, yeah. if you, you try and bigger. clone that chain, you may get it once, twice, if you're really lucky the third time. But after that, you're gone. So... Uh, yeah, if you want to play with cloning an auto, it's strictly an exercise. Yeah, you're not going to really you won't get much out. yield out of it. No, you're not. It's not really recommended at all. Um, little, a few more questions there. Uh, when should yeah. we take the big leaves off and trim the remaining? You see, what I find is you want to remove the big leaves because you don't want the plant to try and keep them alive because that's extra energy, which it could be spending on just trying to make fruits. That's where they they'll they'll exhaling the water too. So you want to minimize that as much as possible mm, as well. Right. I don't leave like you see a lot of the the clones with the leaves, the big leaves clipped in half and stuff like yeah. that. I generally don't do that unless they're massive and those are the only fan leaves left. Which see, I've done. My, yeah, I do that like I say once in a while. But generally, the cuttings I take, the leaves on the very top, the two, you know, and the two branches, I guess, the the main fan the leaves. Those the growing stem, yeah they aren't very big anyway so i never have to really cut it in half or i've never done it and i've always had good success so that seems to be more of like unless you have 
giant leaves that are kind of like in the way of things versus more than a well apparently when them uh because obviously the plant's not going to get any food because it, ha it hasn't got any roots to bring it up when you chop them leaves the nutrient you know the plant knows that them leaves have been chopped so the nutrients start to get in, absorbed into the plant to feed the top of it mm. it's like a store up of food which the plant can use while there isn't any roots. yeah that's true too that is apparently true. yeah i don't know how yeah, true well, that is. It's happened to mine. Um, my clones, after, like I say, mine take about 14 days on average to root. And depending on things, yeah, uh, some of my leaves will start going seriously nitrogen deficient. But when they root and you stick them into the medium, it's it's amazing how fast that green will come back. Exactly. But uh, so you don't it want does to, happen, yeah. You want them somewhere, I mean, not in the dark. For the first couple of days, it's good to put them in the dark because then they might, because then if there's no light on them, they're not making any food. So they can just concentrate on making these roots. So if you do have them under light, sure. they need to go under a T5, a CFL, yeah, maybe even the windows. Yeah. And it just, yeah, just something light, just to, just to keep them greenish. But don't, don't worry if they do start going yellow. Some take and some don't, you know, some will yeah, just yeah. grow roots within a few days and you might wait weeks for others. It just depends on, on the stem you've got and how thick it is. It depends on a few different factors, but as long as it stays green and it doesn't dry out, then you should get root to know eventually. Yeah, if it stays like firm, the leaves stay kind of supple and perky, then just keep it like that as, as long as you can until it grows roots. I mean, I wouldn't wait longer than probably three, three, three and a half weeks because that's kind of a waste of time at that point. So then we've got pH for cuts as well. Anybody want to take that one? I use yeah, BI water, so it's like seven. All right, just neutral. Yeah, I figured nothing but, in it, but... Well, yeah, it doesn't really matter because the pH balance is about the nutrients absorption to the plant. And if it hasn't got any roots, it's not going to absorb the nutrients regardless of what the pH is. I mean, don't go crazy with like super acidic or super yeah, alkaline. Yeah. Neutral yeah, should be it. fine until you've got the roots. And then when the when it goes into the medium you're going to use, then start worrying about the pH. For sure. Right. I always... Yeah, I use like a rainwater. It's got a really low EC. So anything exactly. in that peat or anything near the plant is is basically going to put the ph where it wants it to be so i don't mm -hmm. even i don't even mess with that i just use you know low ec water straight on, to, on yeah yeah the just as water as water can get um, exactly i soak exactly. mine uh my peat pots i do there was an earlier question about the do are the peat pots soaked in anything but water and i do use aloe i cut a hunk of my aloe plant off and i squeeze out the goo inside there are some compounds in that that aren't proven. Like there's never been a study per se on them, I think. But anecdotally, people seem to have good results with uh, with using aloe. Um, willow yeah. extract is another one, as well as, you know, the, the typical IBA, the indole butyric acid products that you get, the clone X's and the root stem and that kind of thing. Sorry, we had a question there from Matthew asking if Soham soil is, uh, as Soham oil, it, so, <laughs> as soil is a hot soil, should I plant the seeds in a good potting soil first? And after how many weeks should I repot them in soil? Zian, you want to take this one? Yeah, I already answered them in chat, but um, yeah, as Mackie will as Mackie will contest or detest or whatever it is, test. Uh, no, yeah, it's so, just so, test. So, so <laughs> slightly, slightly, yeah, slightly warm for your babies. Um, it's no good putting the seed, seeds straight into it because they're. they're pretty much guaranteed to die yeah um, no one of mine came through out of four 
Dude, one of them look at just, the draw, mate. yeah yeah i mean she's gonna be a beast when she's fucking grown you know yeah the, she I'll can tell handle you what, her shit they do grow beasts them flipping pots of soil of oh i'd very well but yeah i'm just looking at mine now um yeah i i put, I put mine in canaterra for a, for a couple of weeks and at least two sets of leaves before i'm repotting them you see um, what i did is i just uh after the death of the first few which I was expecting, to be fair. One survives. So then I scooped a couple of handfuls of the soil out the center and put cocoa in there instead. And I wet that, just watered it. I didn't pH the water or anything, just neutral water is fine. Plant the seed in there, plastic cup on the top, and three days later we have a shoot, and they've been going since they've been happy. Yeah. But well, one of them did they're die. established, yeah. they're okay. Yeah, because I watered it a bit too hard and the seed floated. And then it's like, oh, it broke tasm hell. And I, they, they ain't going to come back, is it? I'll leave it for a week and see what happens. And it didn't move. It's dead. So, but check out my diary as well. I've got, uh, I'm doing a video series on this next Soham Grow over on Percy's Grow Room YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out, then I'll keep you up to date every week on how the grow is going. It's good shit, man. I'm enjoying it so far. Mm, I mean, yeah, obviously, we've got another good. couple of months until we get to the end to see what it's really like and the final result. But so far, I'm happy. Well, I got me two PAT Kush in it, and they're probably about week four in flower. I should have updated my diary, but I forgot. Um, and they're looking really, really nice. Massive. So, do we, have we got any more questions about taking cuttings or clones? What about timing for you guys? Well, no, well, gonna... yeah. How old is the plant like, when it's big? I don't usually take them. It's just like I might as well while I'm doing the defoliation here. That's yeah, exactly yeah. when I take it, when I'm going to do a lollipop, if I'm going to take clones and I don't take them very often, but if I'm going to take them, it's when I do a lollipop because I haven't pruned anything up to then. And it's pretty easy to find some good four to six yeah. inch cuttings. Pretty much when it uh, has branches to spare. Yeah. I posted, <laughs> I posted a few pics on Percy's, but a lot more on, on my Twitter, if anybody's seen any of them, but monster cropping. Mm. Have you ever taken cuttings? I take my cuttings generally now that I do this about two weeks after I've started flower. So right. Yeah, yeah, same. When you do the lollipop, only when you're taking off all that bunch. Yeah, yeah. You go to re-veg. A lot of people don't like do that because they, um, they're I guess afraid of the. Well, when you, when you get your plant re-vegging, because it'll have to re-veg because it's starting to flower and the hormones are different, right? It has to take about two weeks actually getting it back into vegetative growth. Um, but the plant you get from that cutting is massive and. Uh, like it's it's a bush rather than a than a tree yeah so. and it's going to kind of look weird for a few weeks there so yeah, yeah. speaking but, of monster cropping there should we uh we'll cover monster cropping and reveg on the next show if you like keep it simple just stick it in water really just if you, you cut it right and you don't get any air because that's another thing an important thing as well if you have air bubbles on the actual tip of the branch where the roots are going to grow the roots won't grow there so it's important to try and make sure that air doesn't get to that but that's why some people like to use powder and then put it in water and things like that because that'll help you get rid of all the air pockets but if you if you see any air pockets on the bottom of the stem when you've put it in the water give it a shake or something to remove them but try doing the whole when you know like i said you cut eight inches and but you want one about six inches in size when you take that last cut to get that diagonal slice across the stem try and do that underwater and that will prevent any air getting to it completely and increase your chances of making some nice pretty roots there. I think that's about everything for cuttings. Is there anything else? Uh, humidity dome, anybody use propagate or, sh or propagate or anything like that? I just use a 
pieces and parts of you know makeshift i'm a home grower yeah that's it just use what you can and you know and once, once they've got roots they're off like yeah. stupidly as mm-hmm. soon as you get that little bit of white root even just one pop out and stick it in the medium and it'll be off a couple of days you'll have a nice root system and it'll be eating properly again if you don't have any room to make any clones you can keep them in your fridge i like i said before i've had my some cuttings they don't last you have to change out the paper towel and, and air them out in a in a freezer bag but i've had cuttings in my fridge now for 32 days and they're still Turkey and fresh, and I have nice. one rooting right now. That's probably going to be just fresh. That's right, man. You will yeah. be surprised how resilient them cannabis plants are. Yeah, they ain't growing though. They're in stasis. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the green thing. on them. Once they got green on them, they're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there we go. I think that's all the questions. Uh, I think, and that's everything immediately about cuttings and clones. I mean, you can always go into more detail of the in these kind of things. But that's everything. You will be able to take clones. Easily with yeah, that information. Talk about arrow cloners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Stick it, cut it off, and stick it in some water, and leave it there for a week. You'll have roots. I just nice. want to grow so many different strains. I don't keep mothers and clones. Mm-hmm. I always want to change my tent. So Same. Not, not yeah. work, worth when it you, for me. When you start growing species A four seven two, that will change quick. Okay. <laughs> well, I have. I don't have that seed yet, but uh, I'll arrange to get that. I, I, I know a guy. All right, so there we go for the growth guides. Uh, let's move on to strand of the week, then, shall we? So, strain of the week. Well, you know, strain of the week. Uh, I kind of thought it's 2021, and I know people said, well, it's still cold outside and there's snow on the ground, but you have to remember we're in the middle of a pandemic. Seed banks are swamped. We have some seed banks getting shut down. So, it might actually be time to start planning our summer or spring outdoor grows. So let's do a strain of the week that is kind of fit for an outdoor uh, underground gorilla type grow. Let's talk about Frisian duck. Yes. Now, Frisian duck is, is kind of, let's say, a mutant or oddball cannabis looking yes. plant. A stealth yes. grow. <laughs> it is, it's pretty much, I mean, when you look at the seedlings of, of, of uh, Frisian duck or, or the auto version would be Frisian dew, but either way, when you look at it, especially when it's young, the, the leaves sort of look just kind of roundish with some points and jagged pieces on it, but looks absolutely nothing like a cannabis plant should mm-hmm. look. Up until More the like a maple leaf or something, right? I don't know if it's even maple leaf. I mean, I've seen literally weeds in the wood that looks like this. I have no idea how to describe it. You have to mm. actually see the picture, though. But it was bred strictly because it was an oddball plant. It was it was bred with the purpose of maybe making something you could slide into your vegetable garden next to the tomatoes and nobody would really notice. So th- mm. that's the intent on Frisian. Right? Well, it has a serration on the edge, but it does not have the the, the traditional five, seven, nine, eleven fingers. It's it's, it's like it's like it's webbed. a web. Yeah, it's like three to four lobes of webbed between it. So it kind of has a, a strange looking zigzaggy shape, like Mackie said, almost maple leaf, but kind of really sloppy, sloppy maple leaf though. Mm. But anyway, it does produce uh, traditional buds. Uh, that that they say actually is a low odor bud. Now I will warn anybody just thinking about outdoor gorilla grows. Low odor doesn't mean no odor, and you always always need to worry mm-hmm. about these things. I mean anybody that does any kind of gorilla grow, anybody gets a whiff of it, you're gonna lose your stash. You're gonna lose the whole thing. So it just even though it says low, it's not no. Remember that. It's very important. 
But, <laughs> so anyway, if Frisian duck, basically you're looking at um, an eight week bloom cycle on that. So, you know, once you flip it, you're looking at eight weeks to finish it up. So eight weeks is not out of the question for some people on a photo period plant. So it's not one of these that's gonna have to go to 11 or 16 weeks to get to get something out of it. It'll produce a THC content between let's say 13 to 18%, depending on the, on the area. Uh, it's made by Dutch, Dutch Passion. It generally produces uh, a nice green color plant that's not really too obvious. But the one thing about this plant is uh, some percentage of the plant is known to produce a purple bud, which does kind of make it a little bit showy in the flower stage. But if you're thinking about an outdoor grow and you want to try to keep it a little bit clandestine, this is actually a real good start. People will actually think this is nothing more than a weed unless they actually know a little bit about marijuana and the smell of marijuana. So uh, personally, I'm not planting this on my back deck and expecting my neighbors not, not to know that, notice this one. But if I had a spot, let's say, that was out of the way and not many people were going to actually go out there, I think this could actually be walked by, probably by an experienced grower and, and have no idea what they were looking at. So if you're looking for something clandestine, uh, and it's going to be, let's say, mid-range performance in the THC, high CBD, though, uh, it also comes in an auto version. Consider ordering some seeds for this one here. Frisian duck or Frisian dew would be the automatic version. So, yeah, man. yeah and uh, do it now as well. Well, if it's I'm the saying, auto, man. don't do it yet if it's the auto, but if you want to go feminized, do it now. Give them a couple of months indoors before the springtime comes, man. Yeah. Then that's what Cody did with, with his monster yeah. over there at Percy's. You know, he put him indoors and, and he had those things ready to go. And when they hit outside, he ended up with nine foot monsters. So yeah. if you want to grow you monster do. plants, you've got to start them indoors first. You've got to get those seeds ordered and you've got to get them in stock. You know, now these seeds are available at seed banks out there, but spring will be here fast. And if you're late, yeah, you're out of luck. Yeah. It's one of those deals with it. Though. You, you see as well in the UK uh, around springtime, there's a strain called purple marrick which is it's been like bread to be grown outdoors in the UK shitty environment. Uh -huh. But you'll see all the seed banks around March, April time, they'll be gone. Uh -huh. So if you're looking at doing some gorilla grow in the UK this year, purple marrick would be the best idea, but get yeah. it now before one, the prices go up or two, they're out of stock. Yeah. Cause we've all been seeing it's it. Cool. Every time you go to a seed bank, you see up there, uh, you know, the warning COVID-19 warning seed banks are swamped. We have low staff and we'll get them out as fast as we can and all that stuff like that. And then the post is not running too fast either. So time now to plan your, your summer grow. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's consider this one. Let's go with this Frisian duck would be, you know, this was something I kind of like looking at mutant plants sometimes. So I'll get on the, on the internet and just kind of Google it. This was one that when I remember when I first started, it's like, oh man, I got to grow that just because it looks so weird. Anybody yeah, else? Cool looking plant. And then there's one, I believe, in Australia that has this really fern looking leaf on it, things like that. I love these mutant looking plants. Yeah, I don't know why, <laughs> because they're special. That's the Australian bastard cannabis. <laughs> oh, do you know about that one too? I do. There's another one called Freak Show that has little fern leaves. It's yeah. like yeah, you know, that's a, that one's like... crazy looking. At, but there's no, you can't get that one from seed. I don't think, huh? Uh, that I do not know. I, I think okay. Humble Seed Company or organization. I don't know which. I think Company was the one who actually raised that. So like one of those two. You have to look into that. But uh, well, yes, we man. all know that one of them is out of that, unable to ship right now. Let's just put it that way. Yes. 
Right, so there we go. Straying off the week this week. Frisian Jew slash Frisian uh, Duck. Nice choice, man. Nice. Uh, Gorilla Grows, give it a shot, people. I think you um, man, this you got a better better chance of hiding this one than anything else. That's right. Let us know what your favorite strains are as well. And uh, yeah, don't forget, if you want to check out more episodes in the past where we've gone over different strains, which you might want to try out, then check out all the episodes on iTunes and Spotify and all them big yeah. podcast networks. You download it all for free. We don't ask for anything. All we ask you to do is hit that like button, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends. That's it. So uh, should we move on to the interview then, lads? Ah, yes. Here we go. Right, uh, so the interview this week, we had an interview a few weeks ago, but, you know, we have been doing all the Christmas episodes and taking a little bit more of a relaxed approach over the Christmas period. But now we're back on. We've got uh, an interview we did a few weeks ago with Martin from Martin's World. We've had him on before uh, on episode eight, but this time we went on to his show and so we could speak to his audience and all that. So I thought I'd get that episode and, you know, chop it up and... Uh, bring it over and put it on our interview section so you can find out more about Martin and you can see how we are when we go and tread on other different podcast platforms. <laughs> yeah. Now Martin is an activist in a half. He's out there. He's basically telling the government, look what I'm doing now. This is what you, what you need to, to, uh, to fix. I mean, he's out yeah. there. Irish fella, one of GB's buddies. Yeah, he is militant. Yeah. You know, like this dude mm-hmm. planted a cannabis plant in front of city hall in Cork, he's gone into the Garda station with a propagator that he has had people, just random strangers in the street come over and say, yeah, no, I want to plant this cannabis seed and pop it in and walked into a Garda station and went, arrest me. <laughs> I would like to have myself in for going to make yeah, cannabis. You know, <laughs> he's a man and a half, Martin is. I would, I would recommend to everybody listening to give Martin's uh, show a listen yeah. to it as well and get, make sure you give him a like and a subscribe. It sounds crazy, but at least he's getting people to talk about this. I mean, he's out there so far that you can't ignore him anymore. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we oh, should yeah. get that interview clicked and ready. Hope you all enjoy. We'll be back in about 25 minutes. See you in a bit. Going, buddy. Very good, lads. Nice to join you again. How's it going, Martin? Good, Martin. I was just saying that we're going to put GB in charge of this one. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's so we're all fucked. This is Martin's. Martin's. So, Martin, you're in charge tonight, buddy. Oh, look at that. Sucking on a nice yeah. big bong. Yeah, I'm a lovely hash, actually. It's, uh, it's quite smoky. It's crazy. Nice. So, how's yourself anyway, buddy? Good, good, good. So, who yes, yes. would like to do the honours and uh, just tell the, the good folks out there on what Percy's growing room is? Well, GB brought us here as guests on his behalf. So, GB, you want to take it away, man? Yeah, um, what Percy's grow room is, is basically a forum for growers. Um, we We grow... We grow cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mackie will be much better you know, at this shit you're not than very I good will. At that spiel shit. Oh, no. grow room is a cannabis growers yeah. forum and website. Um, yeah. But honestly, we are a community from across the world. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. 
we are a sound bunch of guys and girls. Um, there is no, I don't think, in all the time that I, all the time that I've been there, I don't think there has been an argument. I was kind of blown away by what's up there. It's a, it's a very good, very useful. Uh, We've got a real nice vibe, man, because I, it's all about community at Percy's Grow Room. It's all yeah. about helping each other. It doesn't matter what level grower you are, whether you're experienced or whether you just knew. You still have a place at Percy's Grow Room, whether it's to help people learn new things yourself or, you know, completely learn from the beginning on how to grow. Yeah. We, we, we never, ever, and it, it, this is a big difference with Percy's Grow Room. We don't put anybody down if they've got nobody wants to have a fucking sick cannabis plant nobody gives their plant nitrogen deficiency on purpose and you see for on facebook for example people are like oh won't you done this man you should know better and it's like he ain't gonna know better she ain't gonna know better they've only just started out and they need somebody to guide them along the way and people forget what it's like to be a new grower and at percy's grow room we, we just constantly remember that well, yeah, and forget no- what it's like to be new yeah, no question is a stupid question, and it doesn't matter if you're asked the same question once. The only stupid question is the one you don't ask. Exactly. <laughs> I would still class myself as a novice grower. I was on another forum. It had been nearly 15 years since I had grown, grown a plant. Big fucking differences. Big differences. You know, like it was fucking tomato food is what we were yeah, fucking feeding to the right, plants, you know? Yeah, fucking miracle grow. Autos wasn't even around back then. No, no. man. And you're, like, you're looking kind of like, fucking, oh, it's grow so well when you give it a little bit of this stuff. And, <laughs> oh, you just tight you're the bee's knees. But I went on and they just weren't doing well. You know, they were fucking sick. They were horrid looking all the time. And I was asking questions and I was getting... The most stupid, well, like you're doing something wrong. I go, well, I know I'm doing something wrong. Like, can you tell me what am I doing? And I'd write the whole spiel of everything from what the environment was, even down to fucking the, the temperatures outside, inside, the air temps going into it, the air temperatures coming out. Uh, fucking the whole works, and nobody was able to give me any help. I went on to Percy's grow room. I asked the question. Mackie turned around and said, have you got a humidity dome over? Just put a plastic cup over. That will sort them out. <laughs> yeah. That's As another simple. thing, man. That's another thing. We keep things simple. Yeah. We're all hobby growers, and we do it well. It's not like we shit at it, but we don't take things too seriously, man. We try and enjoy this as we're doing it. It's yeah. not too sciencey. If you like, if you enjoy the science thing, that's cool. Do your uh, science hmm. thing. Everybody's free to do their own thing at Percy's. I love your current competition. The the just the the random pot you can grow in and uh, oh, the unconventional <laughs> grow. Uh, oh my gosh! Um, yeah, there's some good ones going on in there. I actually have Priscilla. That's what I I I call all of my plants. They get a name and they go they go alphabetically. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to jump because I grew mine in a cock pump. Because <laughs> I, I was sitting when we were what when you we just had one lying room. around, you know, you had a spare one. <laughs> I, I actually have what the video. I want here. You know, I have the video of when it came in the fucking door, and my husband is on the other side of the table, and he's like, "What the fuck is it? Is that a cock bump? Is all you hear from the other side the video to yourself?" TV, what do you have in mind with that? You know, and that's what he was like. He goes, what the fuck are you planning with that? And I was like, well, I'm growing a fucking ganji plant in it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, it came it came to me from Van Wilder. 
I was watching Van Wilder that night and fucking your man was sitting smoking, thinking he was smoking a bong, but he wasn't. He was smoking <laughs> fucking your man's fucking cock pump and he turned it. I don't know that Light bong. bulb. Just got my <laughs> and it was just, it went, we were talking about an unconventional grow. <laughs> Who is ever going to match that? Is what Very unconventional. Yeah. yeah, and there was so many of them that went in that like monkey grew a fucking epic specimen in a remote control for oh, yeah. was it for an airplane or a boat. Yeah, so it's one of those little cheap toy quads. I just basically gutted it and filled it with cocoa, and I, I grew an auto <laughs> with it. <laughs> Looks badass, a ganja plant for the aerial, you know, yeah. the antenna. Really. Keep it light. I mean, pay per. So we do it, Percy's. We want to have a good time. We don't take it too seriously. We want to grow good weed, but man, yeah, yeah. it's a pay it forward community. I mean, that's what we do for sure. Yeah, well, that's it. That you have to look out for one another. Uh, That's kind of what the community is all about. It's not a good vibe. I I see a common occurrence with people to just rip on a person because they might ask a question that's been asked before. Like, you know, (laughs) just like ah, I just hate seeing that. Like, just. Lay off the guy, all right. You know, and a lot of new people are getting into it as well now because yeah, it's been legalized yeah. all over the world. So a lot of new people are coming into the game. You can't expect these people to have 10 years of knowledge like you have, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. we even mix of people here, actually. So this evening, uh, Mackie, you're in the Canada, is that right? No, I'm in the UK, I am. You're yeah. in the UK, sorry. Yeah, I just have an accent to throw people off. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian accent, Mackie. I have no idea. This, this, this is what my Canadian accent is about. <laughs> hey, yeah, how's it going, eh? See, hey. Canada, eh? Beavers, I'm not your buddy guy. Yeah. <laughs> buddy guy. Not your guy, friend. I'm not your guy, friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so what's the cracking? So you can go away and know uh, four plants, three plants, four plants. Yeah, every every Canadian can grow four plants in their domicile. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not per person. If you have two people in the same house, it's still only four plants per house. Only four, that's right, yeah. yeah. And what's the crack there? Is that uh, including vegging or is that only flowering? Yeah, that's regardless if they're just popped out of the soil or got, you know, 24 ounces of bud because you scrogged it, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter. A plant is a plant in their eyes. It's, I assume, I mean, I've never really heard too much uh, in terms of enforcement on that. Uh, but yeah, I would assume like that's that's what the regulations say, so. Yeah, plant is a plant is a plant. Yeah, well, I suppose it's just better than an outright not allowed growing many it's for sure. But it'd be yeah. interesting, all right, if the, if you were able to just have as many in a vegetative state, kind of just waiting to, to flick into flower, like because it's stronger sure. in flower that the <clears throat> the real value is. But let's okay. say if you were a person who wanted to, to juice them, and and you wanted to have like a, a load of um, micro greens, you know, and done that with hemp cannabis. Yep. And you were doing it with proper strains, and so you were getting a microgreen there that had a, I don't know, yeah. um, I'd be interested actually if there was any studies done looking at uh, microgreens. Now that I think of it, that's just mental note for myself to do later. Yeah, I don't know. I think when it kale. comes to when it comes to growing like that, it's it shouldn't be down to plant numbers. It should be down to floor space. Yeah, only, you know, it, you can grow mm. fucking thirty plants in a one point two meter grow tent. It'll be a tight yep. squeeze, screen of green them, and yeah, yeah. well, mm. sea of green them, sea of green, yeah. And yeah, you're only of... getting the same as what you'd get off four plants. Yeah. Well, why put the limit on it though? Like it's just so strange mm. that we do it with this. That, yeah, that it's, uh, it's always with the cannabis. Like we're we're so quick to regulate ourselves. I yeah. I can see 
kind of in a sense why they would put a limit and say you can grow four plants or you can grow six plants because if you could grow 20 plants or 30 plants and if you were going to be sitting there and you turn around to your fucking side cabinet and you have fucking five pounds of weed sitting there there is a big incentive for a lot of people to go i can make a lot of money off that on the illicit market if i want to and that's where it's it's the illicit trade is what counteracts yeah. us all the time, but it's also what unfortunately feeds us as well at the same time. It's not it's not our fault, but it's an illicit market at the end of the day. It's not ours, no. <laughs> Jesus. We don't not. want it like this. But you see, it's again with the laws, um, we have a good perspective on Percy's of thing because we have growers in illegal countries, we have growers in legal mm. countries, um, we have co- growers that are in kind of the in-between countries. Like the UK yeah. at the minute, I will class is an in-between country. Yeah. In parts of it you can grow, yeah, in other right. parts you can't. When you say legalized too, Canada, like this is the nuanced kind of thought that is kind of getting thrown around now. Canada has a, it's legal here. Like I can possess it. Um, but there, there are so many restrictions on how I can possess it, where I can possess it, where I can use it, that legal probably isn't the right word and more of just um like uh they regulated yeah they've they've regulated they've almost just allowed us some exceptions to but legalization to me is like like martin was saying like with the the plant limit the four plant limit is, is arbitrary to me i mean i i get that there would be and i mean some diversion because that's been the always the argument and there has been that in the past but i would say I mean, theoretically, just my perspective, if you did allow people to grow as many as they want, that would maybe even saturate the market so much that the fact that the black market would almost defeat itself kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that's bottom of the way model almost. There. Like, I mean, just hypothetically, I could grow as much as I want. I'd be given the stuff away. I, I don't, like I would absolutely give it away because, A, I know that, and don't get me wrong, there is good quality stuff in the legal market but most of it's really expensive and not always available um so my my thought would be that i could provide you know a better quality alternative so that people wouldn't have to pay for something they they would be already as well as providing medicine and all that kind of aspect but currently we're not allowed to do that like i can only gift up to 30 grams at a time to a person another canadian right but there's there's a lot of limits on on everything that we're allowed to do and even as a medical patient i'm almost more illegal now compared to prior to legalization mm. in terms of what I can do and where I can use my medicine and things like this. So, see, yeah, it's sort of falls into it. Like uh, everyone kind of thinks, oh, this is a great thing. Um, but it's, it's, we have to be careful. Like this is my big idea in Ireland, like is legalization is coming. And what we've seen in Canada is the, the community wasn't really represented. And I'm not mm-hmm. too sure why that was in Canada, because I know there was money. A yeah, money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really want to say it. At least, but yeah, right. might as well say it. Everybody should well, say we, it. Yeah, we money. say it all the time. It's it is pure down to the money. Um, yeah, capitalism, it, especially yeah, yeah, especially Martin. You know yourself, like over here in Ireland, you know, yeah. they 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 just won't entertain. No, none of the media, none of the fucking politicians, nobody in any power or thing will entertain or even push, push for proper, even a proper medicinal system that we have. Like, you know, yeah. look at yeah. Kenny, 
Kenny down there. He's um, another go uh, podcast here in Ireland, Mackie and um, lads. Um, it's the Kenny cannabis, Turner. yeah, yeah, the cannabis patient podcast. Yeah. He's had to. He he was on this. He Martin, you would know more about. It, I think um, he, he only has, just he, announced today that his uh, tumor has shrunk even more, so he's going oh, to be fantastic. even, in, even longer. Yeah, you yeah. know, so the treatment is doing good. But he was yeah. only saying it there recently. He's uh, not going to renew his license for the medical cannabis here in Ireland because it's just cheaper to get it on the black market. It's less hassle for him. Yeah. Um, so he's going the black market route now. I don't know. Is he mm. connecting with a grower? Is he going growing himself? Um, I, I'm going to have him on the podcast soon enough, actually, to catch up with him. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, that's kind of where he's at now. His tumor shrinking, uh, but I don't think he's renewing his license for medical cannabis in Ireland because the system is a joke here. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's a farce. Yeah, like we we have to go, isn't it? We have to go to Brussels. The fucking if you if you are a patient here, you have to fly to Brussels at the minute with COVID. I think they're they're couriering it in for them, but they still have to go. I think to Dublin to pick it up. Yeah, that's no. Well, they if they get the courier drops it to the front door. Ah, oh, well, that's it's DHL who are dropping it as well. Mm. Well, like, DHL are top of the game anyway. I know that they're good. Good. Um, the thing is that uh, they, all along they were saying to the likes of Vera and the other parents uh, who were traveling to, to get it for their kids and uh, the patients who were traveling to get it for themselves that there was an issue on the Dutch side that that's why the Dutch couldn't ship it out. At least uh, Vera was on 96FM there this morning a local radio station and um, she was kind of saying that that was the excuse being given to her all along as to why it couldn't be delivered here. And then all of a sudden this COVID thing came that problem went away and it was able to be couriered over here now to save them having to travel, which was good at the time. Mm. Her, her fight now is to get that delivery continued. So that's kind of where we're at really now in, mm. in Ireland. Apparently our Taoiseach was actually on the phone this morning with Vera Thumi, um, reassuring her that he'll be in contact with our, our health minister speaking in her favour um, to, to have something done. So. Yeah, fucking my hole. I know. Just, <laughs> you know I know. I know. My hole. Because yeah. all that fucking why? I'm yeah, yeah, no, say it, man. Let blank it bags it. in <laughs> the dog. Are you smoking <laughs> weed there, man? Make <laughs> <laughs> some more. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> Hit that shit, JB. Hit it that is, shit. It's, it's oh, not. Okay. It is. I beat the drum all the time, Martin, about how fucking backwards we are over here. <laughs> uh, constantly on how fucking pathetic our government are in this sense that they are just all in it for themselves they do not have an iota of what the average working person in this country actually goes through i don't respect and even for when we have a health minister that only a couple of years ago came out and said when he was in opposition he came out and said that um he can't see a problem boy if any consenting adult <laughs> wants to grow a herb he doesn't see a problem with it and he doesn't see why there should be a problem with it but now he is in power that he can with a flick of a fucking pen he can go i'm going to put a vote to the people and let the people decide this He's ignoring us. He won't engage in any conversation. And and when he he admitted to that before, he was an independent. Mm -hmm. He's now uh, Finnegaler, is he? Is he? He's a Fianna Fáil man now. Fáilor, no. it's just all yeah. the same anyway. So yeah, we exactly. They are all cut from the same cloth. These are two, as we said before, Mikey, um, and 
lads, these were the same party that had a civil war back in the 1920s and they split because they had different policies, very similar policies, just slightly different. They have always been a centrist party the both of them, although Sounds one like is they all need right. some cannabis. They need so much cannabis, <laughs> so much. It is not. And, and I guarantee you they've all smoked. And if they haven't smoked it, their kids have smoked it or their sisters or their brothers or their fucking mothers or fathers. You know, somebody smoked. has, you know, they all know <laughs> that when you smoke a spliff, you are not going to see a pink elephant fucking floating through the air. Cool. You know, they turn into a bat and fly around the room. That's a bat. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, that will happen, man. There's evidence. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we, we have it on tape. Somebody did testify. That, so. <laughs> I have a good source there as well, GB, that um, someone within the phenophile side of things, uh, ex phenophilers and whatnot, um, they're, they're looking at cannabis legalization and policies that are going to be formed. Um, so it seems like the importation distribution is going to be the first part and call that they're not interested in having a, a homegrown industry like a part of the fund there. Like, you know, kind of they don't want uh, Irish people to actually be entrepreneurs here in this industry. They'd rather have outsiders come import our product here and uh, restrict uh, our, our own country. Our own countrymen, basically. Oh, we do, we we do that all the time, Martin. You know, look at look at our fucking oil. Hello, we gave yeah. that away to Norway. Billions of billions of euros a year goes to Norway and the Norwegian people instead yeah. of the Irish people, and that's what our government done for us. That's it. And I just think we we can't stand idly by and and let them do this now again to us. Uh, that the cannabis industry <laughs> shouldn't be something that's going to be exploited again for. For, for these guys' greedy needs, like, as you, you guys said it there, I don't know which, I think it was, uh, was it Mackie or somebody said, like, when you grow this stuff, like, you could practically give it away um, to, to a person who needs it. It's, it's, well, yeah. it's not very costly to produce. No. Yeah, it's not. Not in the that, scale that we do it. When you overregulate it, then yes, that's, and then you have three or four people that it transitions hands uh, between in the process of getting to the final consumer. Um, then you have yeah because everybody's got to get their their money right and the taxes and all that shit but um yeah if if we could just you know grassroots it um if i could you know and i i'm fully behind testing and making sure the product's safe and stuff but if i could take my lot um a batch down to a lab an accredited lab have it tested if it passes mustard and take it down to the farmer's market and then you know and everybody could do that so much much less barriers to entry than having to be a millionaire and set up a there you go and, and these you know, are the points where our governments could be making a few pounds for themselves say if you have to go down to an accredited lab that lab has to pay for its accreditation it has to jump through the hoops and has to pay mm-hmm. the system the same with if you wanted to have a license to grow and sell you apply and pay for that license but if That's i want right. to grow some home for my own personal use and i don't ever want to sell it i shouldn't yeah. have to pay kind of any mm-hmm. license yeah, or anything like that or like it's a trickless like that. We 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 over limit ourselves. Like, and, and yeah. that's something I've to, I I really bang on the drum on is just like like unlimited amount of plants and veg. And uh, I I was talking to somebody the other day about it. it. Was like like if I wanted to have a kilo of cannabis at home, why shouldn't I be allowed to have a kilo or even ten if that matter? Like, because if you were to grow a couple of plants throughout the year. Um, you're not going to smoke all of it. Sometimes you want to have some in a jar and you might have 100 sure. grams of a strain and 
before you know it, you've got a couple of jars. You could have 10 or 20 jars there with 100 grams in each jar of 10 or 20 different strains. Yeah. You know, that, that's two, three kilos before you know it. You know, that's just building up over time. If you're a real connoisseur, like, and you just love the flavor chaser, you're a flavor yeah. chaser. You're allowed to store up your fridge with as green, much alcohol man, as you want to. Like I, I was just going to say that if you open the suppress out there, it's got maybe 15 bottles with different types of whiskey, it's got about eight or nine bottles of vodka. There's two or three different types of beer because for when we have people come over, people drink. Yeah, you know. So, your house going, this is too much. Exactly. I could, could like there's people that have bars. I mean, fully, fully stocked bars that are better than the fucking boozer you'll go into your local in their house and they're chronic alcoholics. Yeah. Nothing to said to them. It's all the rage now at the moment with the lockdown and everything, everybody building bars and out the back garden and everything. That that I, built, all through the summer. <laughs> I built me a big grout room. <laughs> yeah. That was that's my bar. rage too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Like you look at the amount at the amount of new growers in Ireland alone. Yeah. Is just phenomenal. Yeah. And it's fantastic to see it. Well, yeah, I need to get sign up to Percy's. I'm friendly with the local grow shops and I, I, I've been kind of Asking them throughout the whole thing is kind of like, uh, what's business? Like, how's it improving? Because I know at the very first lockdown, everybody was kind of finding it very hard to get cannabis. And I think as soon as... I wasn't. As soon as restrictions eased and those shops opened back up again, what I was hearing from the local grow shops is, Jesus, there's loads of people in buying grow equipment. Loads sure. of people. So that was great to hear. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, I was in, I, I go into a load of the ones all around. I, I kind of go into grow shops all over the whole country. I don't really just shop in one. Um, that's just because I'm on the road quite a bit. So it's handy to drop yeah. in and you see better prices and you see different, just different products. Um, yeah. It means I can shop in Ireland without having to shop online if I can. Yeah. Um, which is always handy. Try stay local wherever you are. Yeah. Where can I? I, I suppose uh, oh, we've been chatting a lot about politics. I was trying to talk a bit more about growing. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh, oh geez, we, we'll get really angry about some of the, the, the podcast. We briefly mentioned the podcast there. That, that's yeah. something which we like to talk about a lot. <laughs> yeah. You got a new YouTube page actually recently, didn't you? So you're re- rebranding ours. Uh, well, well, no, it's because. Uh, high on homegrown is kind of a separate entity to Percy's Grow Room. We want to keep it as a different thing. Okay. It's going to be a high on homegrown network where we're going to have different podcasts on the on that same channel. Like we have higher on homegrown, but we've got another little something special coming up soon, which I haven't told anybody about. Okay, nice. It's, it's still in the People works. Teasing, teasing. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. Because uh, our usual show, which it's it's live every Sunday at nine o'clock. And we discuss the same things every week. Not the same thing, but, you know, we do news and events, uh, famous stoners, you know, stoners who, famous people out there who are stoners who you might not know are stoners. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do a grow guide section. We have an interview and you've been on the show in the interview section before. That's right. Uh, And we do some fun things as well, like truth or spoof, where we come up with three three statements and you got to try and guess which one's false, which GB always gets wrong because ah. still after 20 episodes, he still doesn't get the concept of the game. You got it right when he used the chat. Yeah. So people, seem to, uh, people seem to really enjoy the show, man, which makes us enjoy recording it and putting it out live every week. Yeah, I think you got a good structure there. Uh, I really like Thanks, how man. you do it. You mix it up with the, the, the interview in the middle of it. 
um, with the little pieces there kind of uh, beginning and there. Or, or, well, I, I, I think that's that sound one is the one that uh, I, I kind of really like listening in that I haven't been able to get. Yeah, the what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so you know, just fun little bits. It's it's got uh, news in there, and then there's information on growing, and it's just. And I think there's a fine balance of everything for a stoner podcast. And the important thing is this podcast is for stoners. So we have a fucking laugh while we're doing it. We don't take it too seriously. We don't claim to be gurus and shit. We yeah. just help you grow some decent weed, man. We're not like experts. We're just growers. Yeah, and we laugh, which a lot of podcasts we find because, you know, you do your market research, you go out, listen to other podcasts and see what happens. And there's not really a lot of banter and laughter on, on many podcasts. And on ours, it's just constant. We're always having a laugh. So. Crack. <laughs> and then basically, it's if anybody has any questions, they ask. Um, they can give us, send us a, a question on the you know, in a thread. And I've I've only just realised this week that I think people just think that that's for growing questions, but it's not, man. You can ask any question there, and we'll yeah. do our best to answer it. Listen to Q&A, man <laughs> They've taken the time to listen to the show They deserve to ask a question If they want to know if we live in a simulation or not Simulation cameo, there it is We always have to bring that up What do you think, Martin? Do we live in a simulation? I think we've discussed this before Yeah, we discussed it yeah, I think we're more likely in a simulation, aren't we? Yeah, I think so as well. You see, I told you, it's yeah. not just me. <laughs> that's 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 just cannabis years. We love that. Easily, <laughs> easily swayed. <laughs> yes, yes. There we go. I think that that was all right. That was. I enjoyed that doing that interview with Martin. It's nice to chill and just chat sometimes. Yeah, man. Because we spoke to him before. You always find this the second time round is more relaxed and chilled. We've got to know each other a bit and how flow works. Yeah. It's nice to just sit and chill and speak to people about weed and politics. Well, it's different this time because he was actually doing the interview and the question asking, which is Ooh. not what we usually do. And uh, I just want to ask as well, because we get a lot of listeners every week. You guys come here every week and spend your Sundays with us. If you can, whatever podcast network you download the show from, leave a review for us. If you're enjoying the show, if you're not enjoying the show, then it's okay. Don't bother. But, you know, <laughs> but if you enjoy the show, do us that favor. It would really help the show, man, if you, if you don't mind. But if they're not enjoying the show, they can tell us why. Maybe we can fix it. Yeah, but exactly. don't leave the review there. They, they just email us then at highonhomegrown at gmail.com. <laughs> don't forget to support the show by sharing it on social networks with hashtag highonhomegrown. Until next week, we have another interview. And of course, if you want to hear more, I saw uh, somebody ask if Tommy Chong was on this show. Nobody's been on two of our previous episodes. He's a friend of the show, and we can get him on sometime in the future as well. He's a cool yeah. guy. Always like to chill with Tommy Chong. Yeah. He's so Tommy's much fun to hang out and have, have a smoke with Tommy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you have a great laugh with him. GB, did you ever think you'd be able to say you sat around and chilled and smoked with Tommy Chong? Oh, no. But it has <laughs> been a dream of mine. Since I was a wee, well, I won't say a wee nipper, but I'll say since I was a nipper. Well, I mean, we've had so many epic people to sit around and on Zoom yeah, and share a bowl with, you know, Jorge Cervantes, Frenchie Cannoli, the list goes on. I can't name them all. It's 26 mm. of them out there. So crazy, yeah. man. A lot of people. Good times. We have some really good ones coming up as well. Oh, yes.
Oh, yes, we've got some good special ones coming up soon. We won't spoil it for you just yet. Wait until we're closer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, keep an eye on the shows that get scheduled in the next few weeks and you'll know what's coming. Let's go on to what the fuck was that? Yes, yes. So here we go. The groovy little tune is over and it's time to guess what the fuck that sound was. So, yeah, you want to take this away, man? Okay. Well, um, nobody guessed it. And I'm not surprised because it was quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even remember what it was, man. I hope I got the right sound here. I'll just quickly play that old Hang sound. On, let me for listen us. to the sound to make sure it's the right sound so I'm commenting on the right thing. Okay, yeah, me too. Here, here we go. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. It sounds like it struggle sounds... in the box. I was going to say, it sounds like the lotto machine, you know, when it's going around with the balls. And it does a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Bingo machine like bingo or lotto machine. machine. Yeah, yeah, like bingo that. machine. Yeah, with the balls popping up against something or almost maybe sounds like that box of uh, polystyrene he was rattling before, too. Any ideas in the chat? Fortunately, guys, it's none of those. Well, then we didn't win. Oops. Not that we would win, but... Salad spinner, Michael is saying, or Matthew is saying... <laughs> Uh, well, I see what he's talking about. Unbalanced mm -hmm. salad spinner. I get that. Yeah, Matthew said salad spinner. Or even dryer or washing machine. I mean, un unbalanced depends yeah, how yeah. you record it and how bad it is. But yeah, something like that. Unbalanced, shaky, rattly thingy. Is that that's, right? That's my guess. An unbalanced, shaky, rattly thing. Definitely an unbalanced, shaky, rattly thing. And it's not <laughs> in its normal place. Okay, then I, I get the prize. I win. <laughs> yeah. Unbalanced, shaky, radley thing. Go on, is the end. He's just off this suspense, man. What the fuck was that sound? Oh, it's a vibrator on a table. A vibrator. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'll play it one more time. So now you know what it is. You can identify it. Here it is. Yeah. What's the vibrator doing on the table? Now we know why ZN's been walking fucking John Wayne the last few years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> ages and ages. So here we go. Let's uh, show, I'll show you this week's sound. Here we go. What the fuck was that sound? ZN, you want to tell us now or you're going to leave that until next week? Well, it's about to tell you now, isn't it? <laughs> why not right, so we do need to update the prize pool for this as well to make sure that there's some prizes to give away i'm not actually sure what's in it now and and all that. it's hard to keep track after 27 episodes i think we had still had those green gelatos in there uh no that was green crack didn't we or did green we give those yeah away? yeah did we give those away yet yeah, well, uh, i'm not so. sure but we still got more packets yeah so green crack is on the line for sure six packets six seeds so if you can guess what that sound is Go over to Percy's Grow Room, find a what the fuck was that answer thread, which is in the homegrown section. Easy to find, and just drop a post in there and let us know. Take a guess, man. You got nothing to lose. Now on to the new section, the Tangent 420. Oh, I have to pack a bowl for this one. So I'm going to try and set up this countdown because we're going to do this for just 20 minutes. 
right? What happens at the end of 20 minutes if we're we right shut up. in the middle? Of we the... shut up and we go on to the next section. <laughs> okay. That's right. Win, lose, a draw, <laughs> we're correct? done. We've got 20 minutes. Let's go. We've already lost 30 seconds. Right, so we're talking about a simulation. I believe we live in a simulation and you will know that I believe that. Who's going to try and convince you me otherwise? fucking wackadoodle. Okay, then, GB, explain why you think I'm a wackadoodle. Oh, I just don't know. I don't. I, I, I will I, debunk your arguments. You can debunk all you want. <laughs> I just do not believe we live in a simulation. Why not, man? I, I, I just, I can't, you know, you have to have, I have my own free will. I am not a computer simulation. No, maybe, but that's all you know. It's like Plato's cave. The, you've been living inside the cave for so long. You don't know what the real world is. You just know what the simulated mm. reality is. Oh. Yeah, it's the same. You could say the same thing for somebody who has been locked up in solitary confinement for 20 years. They are just called NPCs, mate. They are not actual characters. They're just there to make up the population so the world seems more realistic. Well, I mean, they presented this idea in so many movies that I've seen. So, I mean, let's go back a ways. Look at the simulation. Um, way back in the 70s, Tron talked about the simulation simply by going inside the video game. We could be in the middle of a video game being played right now. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's going to be a couple of different things. It's going to be either it's a video game which you play to stay entertained, or it's going to be a video game that's played because, say, we're on a spaceship and we're going to a Alpha Centauri, which is going to take ah, us 20,000 years thing. to get there. So we live out our lives in these simulated realities to keep us occupied or something. Oh, so we're actually or, in the Matrix plugged into a, a, a generational ship on the head to another star. Maybe, maybe. But it's most likely just to be a game. I've got it. It's the, the planet's massively, massively, massively overpopulated and has been for hundreds of years. And we're all vertically stacked, plugged into machines that feed us, take away everything, and we're in it's that simulation that way. Yep. Mm -hmm. But it's like the original Matrix theory, you know, in the Matrix, the movie, you see that, that when uh, Morpheus is going on about the, the, uh, the land of the real, what's it called? I can't remember what. But you see all the Neos stacked up. And they take the energy from the humans as battery energy because the sun was wiped out when they scorched the skies. Yeah, so they take. But the heat in the book, in the original, they were actually harvesting humans for their brain power rather than the electricity because they, making energy doesn't really make sense. There's lots of different ways to do it, hydrothermal and all that doesn't make sense. But originally, in the being books, processors basically. Yeah, it was pretty much the processing power of, of the brain. They linked us all together so they could run faster. And then that's a possibility in the future. It just seems so complicated. I don't know. I mean, I, I accept that, that to we, talk about. <laughs> we might be in some kind of thing like that, but we might not be. And this might, I, I, I like the, the, the fractalness of the universe. And ultimately there, it's, there is no purpose other than just, I don't know. I like, I don't subscribe to like some overall The past that we are just, know. Too imagination of some fucking greasy fucking teenager 
in the greater existence. No, that's not the way it is. But but wait a minute, that kind of grosses you out. But but at the same time, it could be that though. I mean, it could gross you out thinking about that. that, But it could be that. If you're talking, (laughs) you've gone through five hundred thousand characters and picked just five. Wicked. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) For what reason? Five stoners, and we're here doing a podcast, and somebody's realistically real. All I know, you guys could be NPCs. I've I've met ZN and GB. Yeah, so but you could still be NPCs. I I don't Very know true. about there is actually a consciousness plugged into you, or the computer could be telling me that you're telling me that, which means that I'm supposed to believe that, right? What do you mean? We, we can we can twist this up around in circles. Well, yeah, it does go round and round. There's no end to the argument. You can't actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. No? <laughs> That's the idea with the uh, the whole thing about the universe. We are the universe individually experiencing experiencing itself subjectively and. <laughs> For myself, all of my, I'm real in my own fucking experience, but and you guys might or might not exist. But for you guys, it's it's the same. And it, I don't know if that it doesn't really make sense, but it, it well, makes it me feel better thinking about it like that. You're actually in your own simulation. Your mind is your own. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, everybody. We don't. We're not actually connected to the world. We are connected to the world only by what we can sense and input. There's an infinite number of things that we cannot sense in this world. And where do all your senses come from? Well, uh, we think they're coming from the brain, but could they be coming from the matrix? If you could control the signals going to the brain, you could fake reality. You could. Mm -hmm. If you understood the the, the way that your your brain waves and stuff, the the thoughts are transmitted through your neural net, then yes. Well, they have linked people, haven't they? if If you could simulate that, to make sense to people it's like communicating on a a, a, a cerebral level as opposed to a, a, a verbal communicant mm. like yeah and that's what elon Musk thinks is possible with the Neuralink. Mm. you won't yeah. have to talk to each other you can yeah. just communicate It'd telepathically change of the entire world society i mean we are we're completely prisoners of our own minds we have no idea what everybody else in the world's thinking or experiencing yeah, we have course. to make an assumption that they're they're experiencing exactly what we are but we know that's not true now because i mean look at this internet things with the sound and and the the color different things what do you see what do you hear people hear and see different things so we assume that everybody else sees the quote-unquote simulation like we do but everybody's mm-hmm. simulation is slightly tailored to our own mind our own bodies how about this it's like the memories you have uh, they could just of being installed five minutes ago before you plugged into the simulation. You're not actually, you know, you might have experienced them, but they mm. might just be files that have been uploaded to make you feel as if you've experienced them. You're talking about Westworld basically here. You remember at mm. the end, end of every episode, early on in Westworld, they talked about, uh, you know, come in and they would uh, the previous episode and put in the new memories for the new session. And right. then the deja vu started happening, you know, different plots. Yeah, this has been touched on in many, many shows. Yeah, in loads of movies, man. It's a good it, subject, you know, because there's no way to prove it. The way I look at it is in, let's say, 500 years time. It, since the 90, late 1970s, when we first started getting computer games, we could play at home. Look at the advancement we've had in 50 years. And how, like, games now, are, when you're watching it on TV, can seem close to reality it looks like uh-huh. videos sometimes but it's just a game now that's on your flat screen tv now we've got the vr technology coming out how long is it going to be until vr technology is good enough to make us feel mm-hmm. as if not we're long. actually and, and that's just with vision uh, and sound yeah you know, you're not going to have smell and all the... that yet 
But if that Neuralink thing gets up and running, then the, the prospects change. Once you get now, that... see, the, this is the Neuralink thing is the thing I have a problem. Well, it's not a problem with, but if you think about it, where is your sense of identity and your sense of privacy gone? Where if everybody is connected, so like say if we're all sitting here now, we're chatting, but I'm thinking as we're chatting, I'm thinking about something about what we're talking about, but it could yeah, be yeah. an argument yes, to okay. a point that then I go, no, I'm not going to say that. But you already know what I was thinking. Yeah. What about you're walking down the street, you see somebody, and you go, oh, well, I suppose you'd be able to turn it off, off, off if that. you wanted yeah. to. I don't you think know, it's going to be telepathy per se, but you know, sometimes I, I worry about that. Actually, Some, I'm like, man, I hope nobody's telepathic around me. Fuck. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, exactly. This is what I mean. Like, picture it. You're walking down the road and you're looking, going, "Oh, fucking day will give you an epic titty wank," and your missus walking beside you and boom, slap. You've oh shit, I had the chip turned on. Shit. You know, like this is what I mean. So like there is there is an advancement to some technology. But I see it's like with every new technology, we always have to sacrifice something to have it. Yeah, but is there a need um, for all this advancement in technology sometimes? No, you but look we at want you to. look at I know, but you look at Facebook and, and the likes of those things, they have ruined people's abilities to have conversations with each other a lot yeah, of it, GB, especially the are we living in a simulation <laughs> i suppose a simulation theory could work into effect that they could go and say well we try it this way oh no that doesn't work well here we'll have a look at this simulation and try it if none of us are going to know about it because we are only simulations uh, it's like elon musk thinks that it's a billion to one chance that we are living in base reality the reality that first bought out the simulation but once the simulation was made then there's been a shitload of virtual realities made where people live and well not live but you know experience their life in a virtual form but don't know any better that's like bad. a head in a jar yeah <laughs> that'd be like no. just living in a holodeck for your entire life no it wouldn't because it's like living in a real world man it's not any different it's your experience but it's on a different kind of platform of what i think a, a, a standard really, human would have lived a good uh argument for the the simulation theory is like assuming humans keep going in the in the exponential growth and you know getting into the age of aquarius and then not needing to work and all that kind of bull but far beyond that you know basically we there's nothing we need to do in while we're alive anymore because we we have everything everything is already done kind of thing i don't know what point of of uh, reality that'll get to but at that point um it makes sense that we would start getting into and this is in the start of a song i can't remember the name of the song but basically it gets into like we're, we're gods and gods are and as humans though we get bored with shit really quickly so mm -hmm. we as gods we invented this the simulation video game whatever you want to call it uh, maybe it's not electronic probably at that point it's probably more like you know cycle with your brain waves and all that kind of bullshit or whatever but um, basically we, we get into this state where we literally forget that we're gods and that's to my point about the universe experiencing itself because at that point we will be all powerful omnipotent beings but we get bored right so we need to go back to the primitive kind of thing and and yeah. live through this shit life kind of in the way that the bible says you know god or life is just a test to get into heaven or whatever well, it's, it's the same it's, kind of thing it's just like you know it's like with automation it's like ultimately when, when we do 
unless yeah. something fucking crazy happens that destroys our progress. But eventually, yeah, if yeah. we carry on the way we're going, we're getting to artificial intelligence at some point. I forgot I think, where I was yeah, going. I mean, Stone. Humans are... <laughs> we're pretty interesting Relevant. beings. I mean, maybe we're arrogant <laughs> to think that too, but... Yeah. Um, it's like the Qs, right? The Qs, what the fuck do they do? They just go around and fuck with shit in the universe. So, fucking all, Star yeah. Trek. But... Exactly. So yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's it. The AI has taken all the jobs. There's no jobs. Yeah. There's no yeah. idea. Everybody just gets when... given money. Are you crazy? Any once no, once AI have... comes, it will fill them jobs. We just don't know how to fill them. Yeah. AI will know how to fill them, and if it doesn't, then it will create something that's smarter than itself, which will now, also be able this, to create them. This <laughs> is the next problem. If AI comes and if the simulation exists and it makes ai the number one thing because it uses less resources and less everything else well that means that people are gonna go to the fucking wayside not only i don't know if that's a valid point or not but, but i don't know way, it depends what um, you mean by by it just different from now is what they're gonna be it's, it, it's, it's different from now it's but it is if you think about it like we need everything needs people at the minute to make it work the world will not will function, but civilization as we know it wouldn't mm -hmm. function without people. If you take people out of the equation and you have a machine that's going to do all this, nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to give nobody money for free. AI will take yeah. control and do it. What? AI, AI, AI will. What are they going to? What's AI going to do? Is is it going to turn into a fascist? fucking communist society maybe, straight maybe. across the board where people are <laughs> answering to the machine. Oh, um, I, I have no, sorry, I, I spent all my credits. Well, what did you spend your credits on? Well, I bought some weed. Well, you should have talked about it. Wouldn't have, it would already you? know. It would already yeah. know what you spent your credits on, man. It's AI. It knows everything. True. So this is what I mean. So what is it going to turn around and go, no, you can't have weed because you don't have enough credits to buy food for your week. But your you'll be able to, you'll you'll be able to print your weed yeah, in yeah. some kind of printer because point. AI would bring us shit we can print from molecular levels. Well, if the likes of tell um, the the what are those fucking replicator things in Star Trek, if the likes of that was around, but They're then again. No, no, not the the field replicators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, no, okay. right. replicators from SG one, man. That's yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, Star Trek. Well, I mean, Star Trek food replicators were also replicators that could make anything, though. Yeah, mm. but they couldn't make anything. They could only make things. They they couldn't add flavor. Five minutes. They could only no, genetically, could only like, genetically reproduce copy, yeah. the yeah. So everything was a bit bland and tasteless <laughs> in terms of yeah, food. but they but they can make basic raw materials of anything, everything, gold, diamonds, oh, yeah, whatever, anything like that. Yeah, there was no limit there. No, I just don't yes. know. I don't know. I, we I, live I, in I, a simulation, I, man. There is no proof against it. We live in a simulated reality. No, it's not that there's no proof against it. It's just you've got an answer for everything. Well, there's no proof for it. It's just well, you see, it's it's very hard to argue against somebody that has devoted their life to the simulation yeah. theory. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, I'm the simulation theory. Yeah. Yeah. Simulation, he is the simulation. simulation. And you know, what? I wouldn't be surprised if we are a fucking simulation and we're Mackie simulation. You know, Mackie simulation. <laughs> Which is not. You are just my. You are right just now. my Sims. Behave yourself, or I'll delete your toilet. Do you want plumbing problems? I'll make it. 
<laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. We're headed into oh, that bro. ancient territory now. Yeah, ancient aliens. We're going to uh, have Graham Hancock on the show soon. And then we're going to be talking about ancient aliens, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's right. This is craziness. That's right. That'll be but some this is out there fucking conspiracy shit. But yeah, so I think we live in a simulation. TG, to you. I think it's more complicated than that, but I think you can probably interpret it as such, but I wouldn't put it in those specific words. So I think no. you're probably going to come down exactly where I'm coming from. Our reality is our simulation. <laughs> however, we do this, you know. So, yeah, I imagine Mackie. I have no idea who Mackie is, but Mackie is exists somewhere in my simulation. Mm-hmm. Maybe what I'm just Mackie? an NPC. Yeah, what? Maybe I'm not real. Maybe I just wanted you to do something on Sunday night, so, so I invented an NPC to make a podcast. That's right. You're the red towers, <laughs> not the blue towers. No, but let's get TG back. Well, who's going? I'm sorry, cut him off. I was pretty. I was done. I think. Like I don't know. I didn't have much more to say. But yeah, I think it's just. <laughs> Um, we are, like I said, the universe, <laughs> if anything, we're the universe ex- subjectively experiencing itself. Oh. Um, you know, and when we, when we die, it's, it's kind of, I think like that new movie about the soul, whatever the hell that's called, you know? Oh yeah. You, soul. You, yeah. Yeah. The big glob of, of souls are all yeah. waiting to be put into bodies and, yeah, and that's that, what yeah, it is. Okay. The bodies are, you know, that when you, when you become conscious, it's different combinations of all that, that overall you know, being uploaded energy. to a game, man, but you're only exactly, allowed to play yeah. if you're privileged. You're, yeah. you're designing a character, just like when I Two play Skyrim. Left. All my characters are a little bit different, so Zian, I'm just the same, right? Zian, simulation. Zian, oh. are you we living in a simulation? So, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. There's no okay. way I could be in a simulation whatsoever, knowing me as I know <laughs> Who would simulate a zombie nation? Yeah, no, if I was going to simulate anything, I'd be Donald Trump for fuck's sake. No, really? <laughs> That's the way I'm going to be simulated, believe right, me. Right, so and, uh, a minute and a half left to GB. What do you think, know as well? No, nah, man, I think you're a fucking wackadoodle. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that... I, t- I personally think the simulation theory is bull crappy um, <laughs> i think i think it could be a good theory for you but for me it's not yeah maybe. man it's just a good story to tell and it's just it is a good story about this shit. i just don't maybe know. maybe not we don't know maybe don't know, but so. as ian said like why would anybody want to One minute. simulate my shitty life so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go then everybody so uh until next week we're gonna come up with what, what should we do next week lads figure it out they'll have to tune in and we'll figure it out find the out what crazy subject no that's but if they much. really want to suggest a tangent <laughs> they can drop in at percy's and drop it on the on the high on homegrown link and yeah we'll, what we'll, should we we'll talk about them. next week i like time travel let's do time travel <laughs> i like time yeah, paradox time travel time 30 travel seconds that's it for the tangent 420 yeah. section of the show this is a new section man i hope you've all enjoyed this section because we're going to have a yeah. few more of these <laughs> and let us know what your opinion is in the comments below if you're watching this after the show's finished. But leave a comment. Let man. us know what you think. You know what I'm saying? Good fun. Eight, seven, six, six. And it's time <laughs> for True for Spoof. Oh, no, Chip not that. 20. No. I have to get a pencil and paper. Truth or Truth Spoof. or so now, truth for spoof, I've made upgrades to this section as well, as you can see. I like the way yeah. you have made it nice and easy, even for the likes of fucking me. Yes, broken it down oh, there, so you can all know what's going on. Three statements are made, two are true, one is false. 
and so, you have to figure out which one is bullshit. I'm looking at your new graphics out there. That means the first two are true and the last one's false, right? Now you never know. It, it might be a, it might be a hint. Well, it might not. <laughs> Could be a Mickey trap. Question one. Pow. Viruses like SARS and coronavirus do not make bats sick. True or false? Question two. An anticoagulant medication called Draculin is currently being developed from bats semen. True or ah, false? Ah. Question three. <laughs> bats make certain sounds to talk about different subjects like food or sleep. True or false? So there you go. This is based around bats for some reason. I don't know. I just decided. Because you're bat shit crazy. That would be yeah. Yes. You drove him bat shit crazy and he can't, <laughs> can't do anything about it. So uh. monkey. You want to check oh, this one first? Let me write so, it down here. SARS and bats. But SARS doesn't make bats sick. Now, you didn't say specific SARS. You just gave me a blanket. So all SARS. And I'm going to say that's probably SARS does not make bats sick. It kind of makes me suspicious on that. Anticoagulant called Draculin currently being developed from bat semen. Mm, don't think that that's really going to be too practical on that one. So let's see in the last one. Bats make certain sounds. Yeah, what are you going to, how you, I'm kind of wondering how do we get harvest all of this material for medicine here? That just sounds awful. <laughs> um, bats make certain sounds to talk about different species like food or different subjects like food or sleep. I'll give you that one probably is true. You know, let's go to the top two. Let me go ahead and say somehow or another, I've just got to go with the bat semen being false because I just have bad visions of some researchers and they're doing bad things to bats. <laughs> bad things or good things? It depends well, what you're thinking. Thinking bad things. Yeah. I'm thinking bad depends things. Depends on personal look. preference. So I'm going to go with number two as being false. I have no idea. Okay, Rudolph TG. Check for bat porn on the internet. Exactly. I just I've got a link. Do you need a link? Chinese chick crunching the baby chicks. TG, you want to take it? Sure. Um, <laughs> well, number three, I think, is probably that seems like a thing bats are doing. Animals communicate uh, about shit. So probably that one's good. Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. Like, this number two seems really stupid. Draculin from a bat. Like, really from bat semen. It's, uh, but just the, the scientific community wrong. is pretty stupid sometimes too. So that might be true. <laughs> uh, viruses like SARS and coronavirus don't make bats sick. I don't know. I'm going to go with number one being false because they probably get sick from maybe not SARS, Corona 19 or whatever the fuck we have right now, but probably other viruses. And number two, I'm just going to. I don't know. It's too stupid, but it's probably it's so dumb. Maybe it's true. So I'm gonna go number one being false. GB. Yeah. Um, Want to take it away, GB? Yeah. Um, now. I reckon. I know. Question one is true. I know it. Don't they don't make, and um, the bat sick. They make us sick, and there's a host of other things that um, bats carry that don't make the bats sick but make us very sick or would make us very sick if a transfer is over I'm kind of tossed up between two and three <laughs> and 
I think three is false. And I'm only going to say that because Dracula sounds like it could be something fucking... It sounds stupid enough to be true. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's made from bat semen. <laughs> true, man. But it uh, it just sounds like something that could be true. You know, okay. or somewhat true. So yeah. Zn, down to you. I'm gonna. I, I almost took the words out of my mouth. That flipping uh, GB. Um, number one, I'm gonna go uh, true. Number two, I'm going to go true as well because you, we we know what these bloody scientists are like. Um, number three, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only sounds that bats make uh, would be their um, sonar. I don't think they actually communicate with each other in terms of like noise-wise. So I'm going to go with number three being the false one. Okay, then, so let's go through these. Uh, this uh, I did, uh, you know, because it's New Year. I was like, cool facts discovered in 2020. And the first fact from 2020. And let's go look, because I've done this as well. If you haven't seen this, I'm going to pop. Number one, it's true. Look at that. That's Viruses like SARS and coronavirus do not make bats sick. They've got some antiviral thing in their blood, which is constantly turned on so they don't get... Constantly turned on. <laughs> so, so they don't get they don't get sick by viruses. They just fight them off and they're fine. All viruses, even you know, like uh, Ebola. Apparently, so much so, yeah, yeah. according yeah. to this website, it's they're just idea. not affected by viruses. So oh, we need to figure that shit out. According to Mackie's website, you got that? Yeah, no, I, I only go exactly. to uh, top <laughs> started. started. I think this I think this was Huff Choir type. And I think this was the Huff Poe. Good quality research there. Good quality research. Okay, so the next one, the second truth is boom, number three. Bats. Do make certain sounds to talk about different subjects like food or sleep. This was discovered in 2020. Uh, uh, this was from the same website. Really? It just took, yeah, discovered in 2020, apparently. One of the things I like discovered last been, year. Like staying best for a while, they just found that out. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sound they make. You wouldn't have been able to hear that because it was too high pitched for human ears. So, Yes. Does that mean like this week I actually beat the Mackie? Uh, yeah, you uh, are the oh, only yes. one who got it correct here. So, <laughs> yes, you you guys are getting good at this. I mean, you deserve points for being spot on, really. Dracula, <laughs> an anti an anticoagulant medication called Draculin is currently being developed from bats, but it's from their saliva, not their semen. Right. Which goes with the... the that the makes more sense, actually. The, yeah. the antiviral what's the properties of their blood as well, doesn't it? But it's like I wrote it and it was like, this one mm. is so ridiculous, they're going to think it's true. Well, there's so an anticoagulant... out for me. <laughs> there's an anticoagulant in the saliva of the vampire bat so that you continue to bleed yeah, so it can feed. I know that, but yeah. I'm thinking like semen? Where's the connection, yeah. man? yeah. You think about it, it's full of proteins, it's full of fucking everything. Oh, so God. Very well. <laughs> you look at some here. women, you look at some women, 
put it on their face instead of yeah. a face mask and they look <laughs> fucking ten times younger. They do? Oh, yeah, there's some Where sick bitch over in America. <laughs> yeah, where do they get it from? <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is... Right in the alley down the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is it scented? <laughs> yes, but not, not well scented. Yeah, no, I seen I seen a show. There was a show, not a show. It was like fucking, you know, Louis Thoreau fucking does sex work or some shit like that. Oh, Louis was, Thoreau, yeah, 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 yeah. There was something like that on his one of his things, and it was oh, like gosh. to do with this stuff. And yeah, there was People one are strange, chick, man. Yeah, there was one chick was getting her fucking husband to do it, but when the husband was killed in a car accident, and when she realized that her teenage sons. Oh where no! Wasting it, she decided to use that, and I was oh. like, "Are you kidding me? That is just nasty." Listen, the discretion is advised. Yes. Did, did you say producing it? <laughs> yeah, producing. I don't know. I don't know. She watched yeah, it. So yeah. she was milking them in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Lay down on this table and put your oh. thing through this hole. You know, them kids are traumatized like fuck. Oh, man. yeah. We don't fucking fail, man. <laughs> really? Fail. But then there was other people that were selling. Come on, buddy. Mama needs a new face mask. Come on. Come anyway. on. Mama needs a new face mask. Is that story that GB just told true? Or false? <laughs> oh, no. Let us know in the comments no. below. Let's just say oh, it's no. false. So we think that the world is actually a better place than what it is. So, <laughs> everybody. It's a bit scary. Well done, wow. everybody. Well done, Monkey, for being the only correct answer this week. Now, finally. Yes, yes. Uh, so now we'll move on to the Stoner Quotes. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot it, man. So uh, the quote, TG, stands to you. Yeah, man. So uh, the quote this week is uh, from one of my favorite Canadians, uh, Commander Chris Hadfield. He was an astronaut. Well, he is an astronaut, but uh, he was up on the space station for a number of days. And uh, I don't remember where I heard him say this, but uh, I, I don't know. It's a quote that I always kind of remember. It's a good one. And it does apply very much to the growing world because, as we all know, there's so much bro science and other things. You know, people tell you this about iron chelate from a store seven years ago and never used it because you know i was given some advice that i believed um but uh here's a quote and you'll understand why i why i say that and he says it's much easier to believe something than to understand it mm, so nice make sure yeah you you know you uh, you vote your sources and like even even us like we we say what we say but it's it's important to to make sure you you try it yourself and like we only we only say what we we've experienced really we don't know anything a hundred percent or at least i don't i can't speak for the other guys so i'm i always keep an open mind you know i know absolutely nothing other right. than we live least, in a simulation yeah well other than that yeah and that in and of itself is kind of a i mean I don't know, you have open to keep debate. an open mind with that so. <laughs> but yeah make sure you just uh, take everything with a grain of salt right and, uh, and get a second opinion so Yes, Chris Hadfield, great dude too. Anyway, so, yeah. that's the show. Yes, man. Thank you very much, Thanks. TG. Nice quote. Thank you. And Thank we you. shall move on to, to that outro there. Yeah. Don't forget to sign up to Percy's Grove Room if you haven't already. Free membership. Free. Totally. You pay nothing ever. Totally free. 
yes you should sign up you just need an email address i guess right yeah man and a nice password it's 2020 yeah. man 2021 sorry it's a good it's a good site man for new growers and experienced growers so make sure you can join us over there you, we're on there every day so if you want to come yeah. and talk to us that's where you'll find us that's so right. how much free that, that's not yep. with the t-h-e but that's with the f f-r-double-e free you pay nothing we oh, just want your time that's yep. right we'll teach you and teach others we'll have some contests for some beans and lots of different fun stuff and we have nationalities from across the globe. Absolutely. So there will be somebody who could speak your language. Indeed. In whatever language this may be. Yeah, man. And of, of course, thanks to everybody for joining us. It's always a good show. Yes, yeah, thank you. Enjoy spending these Sundays with you. Enjoy this. Yeah, it's always a good laugh. Yes, man. Start cloning too, man. Get cloning. Yes, and if you have any questions about cloning, come and join us over at the forum. Yeah. Uh, if anybody figures out how you can successfully clone a human, let us know because I need some help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's already been done by China, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. China, let me know. <laughs> so, a little and then we can do brain transplant code, next. You know what I'm saying? It's all coming, man. The future's I'm bright. Do, I'm going to do a bit of, bit of um, cloning because I am doing some topping tomorrow. Yep. So Keep that free, talk, man. Man. that's a good yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to give my first clone and go it and try. Do it, do it. I will, and I might yes. even do a spread on it. Oh God! But somebody is going to have to keep on my case to keep it up because <laughs> I was a very laxy daisy person. Okay then. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe and share. Leave a review if you can. But that's us for this week. I think we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Uh, for another episode of High on Homegrown. Been a so, pleasure, everybody. So we will see you on Sunday next week. Stay out of Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please do us a massive favor by sharing the show on social media. And if you can, leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify and Deezer or whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. It's been a pleasure. We hope to see you again next week. And if you have any questions or you have any ideas on subjects for the show, then email us at highonhomegrown at gmail.com. See you next week.